Are we on? We're going to give it a shot. All right. All right, let's do it, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an experimental, maybe never going to air episode of Table in the Basement. My name is Josh. And my name's Jared. And with us this week, we have two guests, two very, like, not, like, one new guest, one non-consistent guest. I'm not sure why we don't space these out, but we have with us Luke from Lockhaven. Hey! And first-time guest, long-time listener, Logan. Hey! <laughs> yeah, so we figured... We had three episodes in a row where it was just Jared and I, so if we were to make up for it, we'd take two guests that we don't have that often and cram them into one episode instead of spacing out to make it more interesting. We're both going to make an effort to like sound as similar to each other as possible. As too, similar so. to each other as possible. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so. Who is Luke? Who is Logan? Table in a basement, 1230 in the morning, the day before. The day of, technically, of Mike's yeah. wedding. Yeah. So. Mike's getting married, guys. He I have to plan that in... Not that long. <laughs> yep, so Logan and Jared are in the wedding and playing music in it, so here we are at 12.30 the night of, morning. I guess the morning of? Morning yeah, of. man. I don't even know how to morning describe before. it. Fuck with hour. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here we are. Drinking. Yes. Can't wait to see this episode at like 74 when your backlog gets really depleted. <laughs> yeah. Just comes this out. Out this was a desperation. Oh my god, we were we ran out we of ideas. Say, yeah. episode. We ran out of our backlog because we got busy this summer, so now this is an attempt to maybe have a backlog, maybe just have this just as a case. thing we have. So, okay. yeah. This is table in a basement <laughs> trying our best, which isn't that much trying. <laughs> Listen, your best is good enough. That's what we go for here. Yeah. Thanks, Luke. Passable. Passable's the goal. Thanks, Logan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're welcome, Luke. Who wants to start us off with a topic? So, Jared has a carpeted bathroom. And it's been (laughs) too many episodes not to talk about it. We've... I mentioned it's been it. Mentioned, yeah. Yeah, but I, I. Okay, let's make this an official topic. Jared has a carpeted bathroom. Everyone's yeah. pee is on it. Yes. So every <laughs> Even bathroom I've ever had has been carpeted. That's so. That's that really odd? interesting. Yes. Is it bad? Yeah. That's uh, so unusual. It's I don't so know unsettling. Because I was in a house full of girls. Is that? I don't know. That, no. It's weird, but every bathroom I've ever had has had carpet in it. I'm. It's bittersweet to me. I don't know how, how you want to say that, but like it's super comfortable. Like okay, you, yeah, you, you get out yeah. of the shower or whatever. It's carpet. Like yeah. you don't have to worry about that. But then also you're peeing and splatter happens, man. Yeah, but think about it. You usually have like bath mats and like little. But you can mats. like get rid of those or wash those. Yeah. You have clean. like a whole. Well, you can clean a carpet too. Yeah, you can like. How often do you clean it though, Jared? Stanley Steamer. No, that's you can't not vacuum <laughs> liquid. Not, you need like Especially a deep cleaning. Liquid. If you had a stain on your shirt and you vacuumed it, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, piss is sterile. <laughs> That's is. fair, but at the same time, they show the people in the infomercials. They always try to vacuum the red wine off their mattress. Yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> then they throw up their hands. Oh, oh my goodness! It's then always black over. and white too. And then there's like a big red X that goes across. Yeah. yeah. Don't be like him. Don't be like him. Get it. get the petty paws. The petty paws. Get your red wine in a bottle. Billy Mays here with. Stop drinking red wine your co- your bed, you weirdo. I saw a, the thing on Shark Tank once where people were trying to sell red wine by the glass, and it would just be like in a vending machine, and it would just dispense like a wine glass that was full of wine. I'm on board. Is yeah. that a worse idea than a carpeted bathroom? Why don't they just put it in a can? 
I don't know. Uh, I think people wanted to be It's fancy. always sunny. At, yeah. <laughs> Does <laughs> it come with like a glass though? Yeah, it comes. It's like a wine glass. So like in a hospital, in like you get a cup of coffee. Yeah, hospitals. but it's it's a wine glass. That sounds like the hoodlums Somebody's would do a lot of bad that. with that. It's really strange. Like, oh, I now have this glass. I can throw at a wall. Maybe it's wine. The, the stem. You could. Yeah. Shank someone with that. Good old fashioned yeah. prison shank. It's a weapon vending machine. <laughs> so you can get drunk all day. <laughs> Press a Great button. combination. <laughs> like the wine screw comes out like already like it's like a special at a bar, like a hot dog, a knife, and a shot. <laughs> Five bucks. And a picture of your wife cheating on you. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Huh. Anywho. <laughs> extramarital affairs aside. We had a lot of people over in the basement recently for yes. an impromptu jam session. And that's exactly what it was. Impromptu and a little chaotic. But you know what? We there, worked through I, it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm it glad was, people had yeah, fun. I, I, it was entertaining. That was I my mean, first time having guests at the house. And what is the first thing that the girls say? Oh my gosh, this is really far back in the woods. Are we going to get killed out here? And it's like, fuck! <laughs> I, I am never helpless. How am I ever going to... We had that conversation yeah. over again. How am I ever going to meet the ladies? <laughs> How do I reach these ladies? Ladies. It really hurts Jared's game. The so, was. so you know what I said? I was like, yeah, you know, it's a little out of the way, but I try to shoot, but I mean, you will die out here. But... It's not going to be from you. Yeah, anyway. I'm trying there's, to go along. There's hundreds that. of things that could it's kill you in the woods. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I don't know. One day, man, you'll it meet that It could one. be worse. I'm really not that far back in the woods when you think about it. In your defense, I've only ever come here in the dark. Yeah. So it seems like I'm driving for I miles mean, in the back roads. We were blindfolded on the way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. I think that's just common Handcuffed. practice, though. I also like there's no service. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no service. That is, I saw <laughs> some of them scrolling on their phones, and I was like, you're not going to get idiots. service out You will <laughs> never call for help. Fools. <laughs> Yeah, you if you're you doing? think yeah, try refreshing. Someone it. is coming here to help you. <laughs> you are greatly mistaken. You <laughs> have my full attention. I just put my phone in the little bin you give me when I come in. I know there's yeah. no hope. You know, I honestly might as well collect phones at the door. <laughs> it doesn't work, guys. Don't I like a little it. phone basket. Let's just all be together in this space. <laughs> Jared instantly looks at his phone. That was my phone. <laughs> Jared looks at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I just have to make sure nothing got out. No surprise. I mean, no... Yeah. I mean, a survivor. No. Wow, what a great show. Sure don't get a lot of those around yeah. here. Speaking that... of great shows, the X Games are on right now. Oh. And X this Games. is one of my favorite times of the year because it's sports where I watch a man... Flip a 250-pound motorcycle, like do a backflip twice, and there's a part of me that goes, "Hey, I think I could do that." <laughs> <laughs> That's not too bad. And you then, know, did you ever have that experience when you were a kid and you went skateboarding for the first time? And yes. You've been, just, you've been just watching Rocket Power straight for like the last four years. Yes. Yep. You don't understand how much this is hitting home for me. <laughs> the first time I went to. <laughs> This is a really embarrassing story. The first time I went to a skate park, I told my mom, I think I'm just going to do, like, one backflip. 
Because <laughs> I'd seen rocket power, and I've yeah. never been on a ramp. Then, you always look like a horse that was like, just born and trying yeah. to stand up. A and then, yeah. like my dad and I are watching, and they're doing the vert skateboarding was up next, and the way they're dropping in, I was like, you don't understand how hard it is to like drop into like a a vertical half pipe like that, let alone do the spins and crazy shit that they're doing. This like, is their job, mom. But I, I hate that I always, every time the X Games go on, a twinge me goes, I think I can do that. I understand that. There's a lot of sports that are like that. It's just kind of falling, if you think about it. Well, honestly, it's just courage. You just got to be willing to risk your life. So those guys have cojones. Yeah. 99%. It's just heart. It's just commit. You have to commit to the tough. (laughs) They just go for it. I... But it, I, I'll admit I'm even guilty of that when the Olympics are on, too. That's I not too hard. That fast. <laughs> I could do that. And then you see, like, the guys in the rings doing, like, the Iron Cross. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, wow, look at how much he's shaking. Yeah, you'd be shaking uncontrollably. I play volleyball on Mondays. And, like, watching the beach volleyball, it's like, yeah, I could do that. And it's like, oh, no. And that situation is, like, literally like a bullet being shot at you when they yeah. spike it. Like, oh. Oh, yeah. Like, the There the is a difference. In like, yeah. the overhead ones. It's like, oh, never mind. I think, like, if, spin? Yeah. if you're actually in that situation, like, it's one of those, like, life flash before your eyes moment because the ball is coming at you that fast. <laughs> yeah, it's a realizing, like, so I watch the X Games and stuff. But when you actually go down, like, a slope-style course and see the rails that they do and, like, how steep the hills are, you are like, my God, the TV lies. Like, this... (laughs) That's what it is. This is is terrifying. This is, like, a 60-foot jump, like... You wreck, you're gonna get hurt pretty bad. <laughs> That's like I know you're you snowboard, Jared. And yes. like I ski a bit. I remember having that the first time that I would I went up to like the top of the slope right before it drops off. Yeah. And I was just like, this is a cliff. Like <laughs> yeah. what like, am I doing? It is de- de- deceivingly steep leading into some of those jumps. Like I don't know. <laughs> I think it's all a TV because even like professional sports, you think like, oh, I oh, can, I can, I can do, do that. It. Like ping pong, like professional ping pong. Like, yeah. oh, I'm pretty good at ping pong. I can do that. But if like you actually go watch it live, yeah, it's like so crazy. <laughs> like I think the TV really deceives you into thinking that you could try and pull that stuff off. I think any of those sports, like you watch the NFL. I mean, we kind of know because we're older, but. Like, as a kid, you're like, yeah, when I grow up, I want to play in the NFL. Everyone wants to be a pro soccer player. Yeah. And if that doesn't work out, pro football player. Yeah. And then... I'll settle and be a pro football see, player. That's fine. You see That's one of safety. those specimens or someone... <laughs> in real life? Yeah, yeah, someone who maybe got a year or two in the NFL, and they're like a fucking Goliath, and you're like, oh, and they so weren't even good. That's the type of... It's like, of, oh, like, stuff is hard. Yeah, yeah. the freak genetic, like, insane people. I'm not actually that good. Yeah. <laughs> it's that realization, like, yep, stay in your lane, white boy. I think that's when you become an adult. Like, we're, as someone that works with kids in, like, an environment where they play sports and I see them get really cocky, like, that's when it's like, oh, I'm not actually that good at what I think I'm good at. It's tough. When you're humbled. They say, I can throw a ball average. I mean, I guess the nice thing was I learned pretty quick. Yeah, this isn't going to happen for me. I mean, I think I was pretty realistic about it. It's not like uh, I was told, hey, you can't do that. But I, 
I pretty much. <laughs> Your parents just let you go try it. Oh yeah, my dad beat the hell out of me. He beat it out of me. No, Jared, you want to try boxing? Boom! Now do you want to try boxing? Not at all. But, uh, dad, not so hard. Anywho, Jared, you know that's kickboxing too, right? <laughs> you want to try that? UFC, yeah. jujitsu. Have you seen these fucking quads? I I could do pretty well. Or I think you could or, go pro. Or uh, recently, I was watching the Tour de France uh, cycling, and it's like over two thousand some miles. I could do that. You yeah, just I, go think downhill. I, I think I could pull that. And it's like, yeah, today's a hundred twenty mile race. It's like, holy shit! Like this is a nightmare. And it's usually uphill. Yeah. Oh, th- when they go through the Alps, yeah. I think on my end, I had an unfair advantage over you as being just naturally unathletic. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it was very clear from a very early age that I was never going to be a professional anything athlete-wise. So, yeah. instead, I dedicated my time to staying inside and watching TV like a kid should. And playing video games. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't waste my time with these pipe dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like so... Literal, though. When I and- was a kid, I was, you know, I'm still a pretty tall lad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I probably squandered a lot of athletic opportunity by being, like, artsy. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I became artsy and actually talented at something instead of yeah. trying to be a professional athlete. You could play the drums better than anyone. All anyone in this basement. <laughs> well, no, no, no. All the cymbals you want, man. That's you true. You got some reach. We were playing earlier tonight with a set of golf clubs. Yep. I was like, I could, I could play in another house yeah. and still reach those drums. Logan and I... Used to work at a summer camp together, we did. and we like we talk about Foursquare a lot on the podcast. But like Logan and Foursquare was always frustrating because you could never <laughs> quite get it past him. <laughs> Josh would get like openly, openly pissed at me. You could have gone professional the Foursquare, <laughs> professional Foursquare, and you squandered it. Josh and I would have these little things where like I would just serve it to him nice ride. and hope he'd pass it to a kid. Josh would bash it back <laughs> at me. I hit it back at him, kind of nice. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Matter and matter. The kids just, it becomes two squares, just you two. The yeah, kids just it's, watch. Just, it's become better. Since, well, that was also another thing, though, because back then our kids weren't good at Foursquare. So, like, yeah. the only way to have fun at Foursquare were if you weren't actually playing with the kids you were there to work with. We would have four counselors in the yeah. rotation. And counselor just, ball. Yeah, until all the kids were out. <laughs> Every time we did it, we would get four counselors. We would, like, chant it. Counselor ball. Counselor ball. Everyone leave. <laughs> and that's when it got exciting and fun, but... Do you want to spend a few minutes talking about camp games? Because Let's talk about camp games. I'd like to hear so, about these camp games. There was this one summer that, for some reason, me and Josh and our friend Mike, who's in Indiana. Yes, uh, different Mike than Mike the from one. Indiana. Yeah. You'll see him on the wiki soon. Yeah. So, <laughs> we should. It'll, and be like the, like, it'll be like Dryden's bus. And like the over. origin story comic book you'll yeah. get out, like the uh, graphic novel. I don't even think he listens. <laughs> I doubt it. I told him about it. He was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like mine. <laughs> so, for some reason, I think by virtue of just us getting off school and being in the building, we got in charge of programming the entire thing. So None of means, us have any experience yeah. programming anything. Yeah, like planning out an, insi- an entire summer camp as someone who's a physics major, a business slash mortuary science major, and an architect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys should plan summer for a bunch of elementary school kids. Yeah, I think they were like, the theme is countries. You have 90 days to plan. <laughs> so what that meant was just coming up with a bunch of games that were basically just rebranding games that already exist. So we had like 15 different variants of tag, yes. 10 different variants <laughs> of, of dodgeball, uh, swim, fishy, swim. Yes. It was, yeah. So cactus ball was one <laughs> such... So Cactus Ball was a game that pretty much just turned kids into obstacles. So you would play... Do- so we had... 
I don't know if other schools have the same games because it feels like every school calls like gym class games different names. So we had this game called Pumpkin Patch, which was essentially free-for-all dodgeball, no boundaries, no teams. If you got hit, you would sit down. Right. And this... In this situation, cactus ball, you got hit, you pause and take a pose, and you're now a cactus, which is also an obstacle for people to hide behind. So (laughs) in practice, the game is actually just kids that are already out continue getting beamed and can't do anything about it. They're like, end it! Did you ever, like, have, like, a bunch of cactuses together? Like, we never forward? played the game because, like, <laughs> we came back. So we started planning this on a winter break, and we came back, and, like, our plans were scrapped. Yeah. We wrote all these games, and then they didn't put any of us in the gym to, like, implement them. Yes. So it would be these, like, two kids who didn't care. They'd be like, I don't know, dodgeball. And then they sit there on their phones. Yes. That's yeah. how it normally We spent probably two weeks. We, we spent – that's what happened. Like, like, we – myself, Logan, and Mike spent a lot of time planning things. And then what would happen is we would get put at spots where we needed to be for the sake of doing stuff, but then the other things we planned never got executed because we weren't there to execute them. Because they were very dependent on us being there to understand what we meant. I think, like, us having to program an entire... A week-long field trip in which the kids are there the entire time yes. was probably the apex of that because that's where we came up with Scream Run. Yep. <laughs> Scream Run. So, yeah, we got put in charge of... So we would do, like, a several-night overnight, like, camping... I can't even yes. talk about it without laughing. So, cabin camping. So... <laughs> We had like we would do these things called rotations. So, like we would rotate like the different age groups to different areas, so like to keep them broken up and having like actually like organized time. So we had this game Hold called on, Logan is laughing uncontrollably right now. He has to stop laughing since Josh started talking about this. Is, I don't remember if Scream Run is a real game or if we came up with it. It Scream is Run based is just... off a real game I played once as a kid in a similar situation where I think someone <laughs> else just... in our position made something up. They're just like, please stop. Yeah. So Scream Run is just get tired the game. Yes. <laughs> and the idea of it is that everyone starts at the same place, and then <laughs> I can't even talk about it. You have one scream to run as far as you can while you scream. So you have to just scream as loud as you can and sprint. <laughs> Whenever you're done screaming, you stop. And then as soon as you get done screaming, half of our kids would just dive to try to get more distance. <laughs> so you'd scream, completely wear yourself out, and then throw your body onto the ground. <laughs> That's a good way to wear a kid out. Yep. It works. We play it for like three rounds. They'd be like, can we stop? <laughs> they lose their voice for the rest of the yeah. week. They can't talk. It was the most like ingenious game, I think. It was It was pretty funny. And then we also, we liked riddles a lot. So we made like this entire scavenger hunt around the whole camp revolving around like just like really silly riddles that we made up. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would always be Mike's fault, even when he wasn't there. Yep. We'd oh, write, yeah. Like, we'd write these really long poems, and then because they were written by Mike, the last line wouldn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> we it would always Mike. be like, I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'll, maybe I'll it? look one up. Yeah. I might have it on my phone. That leads to another interesting point. So, like, we, it was myself, Logan, and Mike. Mike worked there before us, and then we, as a, like, a trio, worked there for two summers. And then Logan and I worked there without Mike for a summer. And that summer that was just Logan and I, we made up this story that Mike is dead. <laughs> so we told all these kids that were, like, really young and knew Mike essentially most of their life at that point that their counselor that they knew for a long time was dead. Well, then we had to, we had to, we had to walk it back. 
We yes. told him he died, and then we told him that he got exiled to the office. Yes, okay. And they couldn't, he couldn't come out because he <laughs> oh, was Oh, that's right. So we told him that he was bad, so he got sent to the office. So <laughs> Mike was stuck in the office, the whole, which made kids really sad. They were really yeah, distraught were like, that Mike really was in the office. Mike. He was still fun in dodgeball. Like, yeah, I can't come out. I yeah, he's know. in the office. And then Mike's like, in Indiana at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mike is actually in, in Indiana having a real job. Were and they then, more upset that he, was, that he was dead or in the office? Okay, so that oh. leads to an interesting point. <laughs> we so, <laughs> yeah, so the next year after that, Logan left, and it's just me now at this point. <laughs> and since I was, since, so the way it worked is, like, myself, Mike, and Logan worked well together because, like, we had a similar, like, sense of humor, but, like, we bounced ideas off each other and, like, we figured out what didn't work and what we shouldn't do. Yeah. Without that dynamic, it was just me running things in a situation where no one was there to tell me that this is a bad idea. So, uh, I, I like you and I trust you. You had too much power. Yes, I had way too much power. <laughs> so, like, that was the summer I killed Mike and Logan off. Like, there was a lot of times I just, like, very plainly said, yeah, Mike and Logan are dead. And I went upstairs <laughs> with... you yelled in the gym. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, you kids didn't clean up your Legos and now Mike and Logan are dead. So, like... I went upstairs, like, as I was, like, prepping, like, I was planning, like, this whole summer, like, schedule, I had all these games planned, and, like, in the midst of this, I went upstairs to the attic, and I found, like, our Halloween decorations, it was, like, a styrofoam tombstone, and I took, like, a file, and I sketched in Mike and Logan, and I put, I took a yard sale sign, and I took the prong from that, and, like, glued it to the back, and I stuck it outside, right by the flagpole, and, like, the whole summer we had just, like, this gravestone that said Mike and Logan, I remember that was the summer too that you got some of the kids to write me birthday cards and one of them said like sorry you died <laughs> and I was just like what the heck is this yeah I got a little weird a little desperate I was pretty sad that my friends left and also sorry sh- you died Logan also happy birthday struggling <laughs> struggling under the weight of having to plan a summer camp without my two other people I'm used to planning it with also mad that they left and got real jobs I just killed them off <laughs> that's your way of coping with yep, things I just, they're dead now <laughs> You killed them because you didn't ask to go in you the gym. You killed them. And also, <laughs> speaking of lying to the kids, we also oh. used to tell them that I lived in the attic. <laughs> and there's still kids to this day that ask if I live in the attic, and I either say yes or sometimes this week they ask me why I don't still live in the attic, and I said it's because they fart too much and it rises. So, yeah, the summer that we were there, we committed really hard to yes. it, too. Josh would take his lunch breaks in the attic, <laughs> and the attic is not air-conditioned. No. It was, like, 100 degrees. It's really warm, and it's, like, old-style, like, crawl space setup where, like, you pull down the ladder and, like, you fold it out. So, like, if you put the ladder back up, there's no way of getting back down. So Josh would go up there. I'd close the door behind him. He'd be trapped until I let him out. Dedication. You know he showed me the attic one time, and he, like he had a nice setup up there. I, all cool. right, yeah. So the summer, yeah, if any kids are listening, that's great up there. Yeah, it's great so live. there was a year where in between the summer I worked there, like during like the after school program, and like I found a carpet, and like I put a carpet up there, and I cleared out space, and we had like an old bean bencher with a hole in it that I put up there, and I had like my I had my break space, so like, there would be times where like I would go up there, like. I'm really stressed out today, and I don't feel like working on things, so, like, I would just, like, pretend to be up in the attic being busy, but instead, like, I was just, like, sitting there in the heat, just relaxing. I know. The last thing about this is that we turned these things into really long cons. Like, the attic thing, we also had a joke that there was a hot tub up there, and Josh would go up there to relax when the kids stressed him out too much. So, I remember one time, you put on your bathing suit, and you went up to the attic, and you splashed yourself with water. (laughs) from like a water bottle and you came down from the attic and you were dripping and the long con like, what <laughs> what are their minds and then the other really long con is the summer that Mike was trapped in the office 
one time Mike came to Mike visit. came back. He came back from Indiana, and like Andrea got all the kids to chant, like, bring out Mike. <laughs> and then he came out of the office, and they were like, it's real! Well, that was the summer that my little brother worked there. Yeah. That was his first summer, so we had Andrea come out and yell at him oh, really yeah. loud. We banished him to the we office. We banished Nick to the office, and then we replaced him with Mike, and Mike came out for the day. Mike came out it was really day. funny, because like at that point, none of the kids there knew Mike anymore. <laughs> it was like two of them with Mike, and the other one was like, it's just It was guy. entirely a joke for us. <laughs> Which most of that job was just jokes for us. It was a joke for us, yeah. All right. So I have a topic that everyone can participate in. This is something I've been thinking about. Yeah, Jared. Huh? Uh, Jared's, Jared's been... No, I've just been listening. Jared's been zonked out on a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> it's strong. It's good. Jared it's makes so a good, good You're so Island. good at making Long Island Apart from Jared, Luke makes a good mead, and Jared makes a good Long Island iced tea. Great job. Well Not this Luke, well different done. Luke. Different Luke. Yeah, lo- high school Luke. High Lock- school Luke makes Lock- a good Haven Long Luke is a coffee guy. Oh, yeah. I'll talk about that Anyways, go ahead, Logan. So I have a topic. And it's, um, if there was a thing that's not in the world right now, what would you want it to be? Like, what would you want to bring into the world? Like an invention or a product or a thing that's hmm. not in the world. And I've been, I can start us okay, off. go ahead. I was, yeah, like, I was, yeah. I was my imagination. All right, I was ranting about this in the car today, because we were driving back from Philly, and it was Wait, just, were you by yourself or with someone? I was with my girlfriend. Oh, okay, good. And <laughs> just yelling at myself. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing that I think we should do. And it's sort of similar to your China thing that you really like, Jared. Oh, yes, yes. You know how we have, like, crowdsourcing? (laughs) So you know how, like, someone can get sick and a bunch of people can give them money and then they can go to the doctor? Yeah, yeah. So I think we should do this with, like, social etiquette. Like, I think we should just have an app that's called, like, Don't Be a Dick or something. And what you can do is you can take, like, a five-second video of a guy being a dick. (laughs) And then if enough people do it, a drone comes and just tranquilizes them. (laughs) I like that. good one so i was thinking about that and and the future of this is someone's being a dick on the road the drone comes it tranquilizes them self-driving car takes over just parks it <laughs> <laughs> on the side of the road that person wakes up eight hours later they're like with a man. ticket yeah with the ticket. <laughs> and they're like man i must not have been doing something right yeah. <laughs> huh and then we could like put them in camps and like mark them <laughs> that way we know who they are and and then we could like uh systematically chair. make room for others <laughs> This is Jared talking. We can now. Uh, cleanse. <laughs> oh, sorry, Luke. What a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Logan. That'll Luke, never work. Too soon. <laughs> Anywho, All right, so, okay. So that's my idea. My, my idea is or... crowdsourcing social etiquette yeah. Yeah. through a yeah. brutal draconian authoritarian <laughs> app, <laughs> and it's like definitely free. Yeah, definitely with, free. with ads. Yes, with ads. <laughs> Right, so I'm going to grab a beer from that bag over there, and I want someone yes. to come up with an idea. I have, I have a beer one. bag. Go ahead, Luke. It's not necessarily an invention. It's more of an acceptance thing. Okay. And I just want it to become socially acceptable to throw water balloons at people at any point in time. <laughs> so, like, for example, like, I'm a teacher, and when a kid's being an idiot, I think it would be perfect if when that kid's being an idiot or when he's sleeping or whatever, I just throw a water balloon at him, and I don't get in trouble at all. Okay. That would, that would work excellently. If somebody's being a jerk... You just launch a water balloon at their face. And I think that would really curb what exactly Logan was talking to. And if they still do what Logan was talking to, his app would work perfectly. Yeah. But I think it's like would, a warning sign. Yeah, a warning like, sign. Oh, I got water balloon. They better be careful. I might get trank soon. Yeah, and like... <laughs> the truck's coming. <laughs> it's cool. outside the window. Yeah, so like either you throw it or you get a launcher. The stun gun is so much more effective when you're wet. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we can probably pair our, our ideas together. I think so. I think that would work out really well. I think you have sort of like a like a, a small militia that's armed with yeah. water balloons. Well, on the app, it can have like a clarification. Like this guy was, was already water balloons, so like he knows he's not doing something right. Like that would encourage yeah. the yeah, boats to... The, the wetter they yeah. are, the less yeah. people it takes for the yeah. drone to come get them. Exactly. Oh, this guy's already been water balloon by three different people. It's like, we need two votes at this point. Wetness to try factor in <laughs> The wetness factor. Have you ever done one of these on the podcast yet? Yep. Oh. Welcome to the club, by the way. You are now <laughs> part of the podcast. You are like, now an official captive. Gotta grab the bush. No, right. captives are the listeners. Uh, You're a dweller. A dweller. Welcome to the dwellers. You're a basement dweller. You Thank have you. opened huge, up and huge you honor. drank an expired bush light. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know. I saw, I think the fine. one that didn't have coffee grounds in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. I had a choice of three, and two of them had coffee grounds in it, so... I think... Is, is, that, is that what it is? I hope. Yeah. It looked like dirt, but I assume I it was rat turds. <laughs> Do you have mice living in your fridge? It's really no, hot. It's oh, been okay. really hot lately. Yeah, it shouldn't be. She's just gonna cool off. Uh, Alright, all right, so what hear, about you, Josh? I'm trying to think. If you want, they can all be authoritarian kind of regime. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm still, like, mauling on it, because I feel like this is, like, an important pick to make. Like, Maybe, what's one important... Can I prompt you? What's a problem that you're really concerned with? Alright, so, the, like, the thing I was just thinking about, I get in these situations a lot, so, generally speaking, I'm a super prompt person. I am on time. You are. I, like... You are. Very much so. So, like, I get in situations where, like, I go to, like, public places where, like, I'm meeting people to eat, and, like, I get there early, and I'm sitting there, and, like, I feel like, oh, I look like I'm just, like... Like, I'm being stood up, so I feel like I need... Blow up friend. Yeah, like, blow up, exactly, like... <laughs> blow up friend. Exactly, blow up, like, some sort of a space pop up filler. Pal. Like, pop up pal. That's such a better name. Yeah, like, I'm perfect, well done, Jared, pop up pal. So I need, like, an inflatable thing that, like, has... <laughs> a fantastic product. Yeah, so, like... You've been stood up. <laughs> you inflate it, and then it has, like, a ticking cloth that's very visible, and it says, like... Within the next 25 minutes, someone's going to show up to replace this pop-up pal. So, <laughs> so it's very overt about it, the fact that it's fake. Yeah, it's very like someone's this. Someone's going to take this place. Someone's going to take this person's place. <laughs> if you're a waitress at a bar, don't ask me if I want to drink yet because I'm not going to drink alone. Like I'm, dev- yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody. They're gonna be here. Could we maybe just get you a shirt that says "I am alone"? That is okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So double price. So we have pop up pal from going to pop be there pal. waiting. If we have just like a very clear indicator, like a stamp on my head or something, or like a sticker, or like maybe like a neon paint. Like you just like paint my shirt. Maybe just, like, when you're you glow. born, they inject you with something and you just glow. Okay. Yeah. Like you glow. <laughs> like all right, I'm alone today. This is the future. Yeah. I'm alone, okay with that. But okay. Alone but okay. Like, Don't hey. talk to me. <laughs> I, Jared, that's an important you? point. I think that's, well, that's really good, I'm but trying to... how will it prevent bad driving? <laughs> um, <laughs> Pop-up pal. Get in the carpool lane. <laughs> <laughs> I really just want to use the carpool lane. <laughs> but the pop-up pal has to project that. It has to say, it, I'm not real. Oh, and that, okay, in that case, it just it's something you market to the business. So like bars mm. have seats. That come pre like installed pop up pals in the seat, oh, so like it's you like press, an airbag. Yeah, like, like I'm alone, and you hit the thing. And it's it like a little out. like clown like kind of pops up, like beep, and then you hear like the like wind, like the air sucking into it, and like the clock starts saying like, all right, 25 minutes, I have a friend coming. Yeah, I think you should have to hit it like an airbag too. It mm-hmm. should have to be extreme impact, yeah. and then the pop up pal just bursts out of very the perfect. Like I like it. Pop up pal, trademark. Alone. We call dibs. Yeah, right. dibs. Don't take that. <laughs> yeah, this is all we have. 
Okay. He's got, he's got something. He's got I've something. got mine. All right, pop off. So, I, I know we've talked about this, you and I, Josh, but there would be times, like, at college where there would be someone in the class that didn't realize that they were either being obnoxious or making everyone uncomfortable around oh, them, yeah. like, completely oblivious yes. to how how they're making people feel or how they're just acting strange. So it's just like, I feel like we need a notification. Like they get an alert as the icy glares like come to them. Maybe it's a text. Maybe it's something subtle as a message. Maybe, maybe it's, it's a, something maybe that it's goes a water, water balloon. Exactly. Water balloon and a drone hovering outside the window. Maybe it's a light, but painless 125 volt jolt. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's All right. like, so maybe everyone is and, injected at birth. And it's like, I feel bad saying that because <laughs> so many of these people, like, they were nice. Like, they're nice people. It's not that they're not nice. Like, they're... But it was just like, in certain situations, they couldn't... They were completely unaware of how awkward... Yeah. But I think... Like, and you, I would hurt for them. <laughs> so I wish that pain that I felt... Could be projected on them. There's like a device. I want you to hurt in the way you're hurting me. Yeah, you're hurting me. So it's like maybe I give like a little and like a little chest thrust, and it just like. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Wow, what is this pain?" And like, oh, it's me. I think what you're asking for is like a voodoo doll. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially. All right. You have to stab yourself and it simultaneously. Yeah, this yes. actually reminds me. This okay. So this reminds me of a story and also of a new product. So there was one time that I was in college and I was just like walking somewhere, and there was a guy that like I didn't know, but like I knew his name, and I saw him walk up to like an attractive girl and say, "Hey, I just want to tell you, like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen," and it was super uncomfortable and awkward. Yes. So, like, have you ever played Taboo? I hate confident yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, so Taboo is a game, like, you have, like, this little buzzer, and if you say the taboo word, you get to press it. So, like, everybody has, like, a social taboo buzzer. So, like, I can hear this, and it's uncomfortable. Like, I, from, like, a third party, I press it, so that guy knows, hey, this is dumb. Stop doing this. It's like, something weird's going yeah, on. Yeah, hey, like, this is yeah. weird to everybody else. Like, beep! Hey, look, we now all, like, you now know that I know you're saying this, and this isn't cool. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like a social awareness buzzer. I had one of my female roommates had that happen oh, to her. A guy walked up to her and just said, "You're not like other girls." <laughs> that is like, very interesting. To say, like, what does that about? mean? That like the next step is either like an invitation to go on like a fantasy adventure or an invitation to be skinned. Well, she dated him for like a month. So <laughs> what? Yeah. Which one did she end up? I'm gonna question her. <laughs> Integrity. I think he then talked to her about 90s grunge for like half an hour, which he was really into. You could have just started off with 90s grunge. <laughs> hey, you don't grunge. seem like other girls. That's like, yeah, that's like a secondary statement. Yeah. yeah. Not, you don't leave with that. I, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to direct that at you. Sorry. I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. Some guy well just walked up to my roommate and said this. Sorry. Tri- Take that to your roommate. Didn't Sorry. go over well, yeah. <laughs> Jared, so those people that you were talking about, yeah. yes. were they non-traditional students? Uh, what, what that means. So like, like order, <laughs> what that means. So order like, students. Traditional students, like out of high school, right into college. 18 to 22. Gotcha. Yeah. So non-traditional being like, okay, they got a job for a while, they decided, hey, I want to get a college degree, I'm coming back. Yeah. Might have or, kids. You yeah. Definitely um, have kids. Definitely there, have kids. There, was, there was some that were that, but... 
there's also one I'm thinking of that I believe was a traditional I'll student. I'll tell you what, the oldest person in the class talks the most. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. From yes. my experience... They always leave. Yeah, down. like I remember yeah. having a class. Of, well, you know, when I worked in this thing, and then I would just stare around like, "Well, I'm a fucking scrub. I haven't done anything." <laughs> well, in I my a, life. when I had a job, and you're like, "Oh, oh it's your class now." Uh, fuck me, I, I lifeguard kids at a pool. <laughs> to my experience, they never bring up things that are like super. It's always like normal like things about their personal life. They it's just like, want to be heard. Yeah, As so a mom. like. Yeah, exactly. Like when I was in funeral directing school, as a school, mom, like, I think Oedipus was wrong. Yeah, there was like this one lady that like, like it was like you would talk about like the time commitment. She's like, "Well, I'm not willing to not talk in my kids." I'm saying like that's not helpful. That's not what this, he's asking. This is anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with the clavicle, ma'am? As a mom, I think the pelvis is the best bone. <laughs> like what? <laughs> On whom's authority? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate your you comment. Ra- you raise your hand to say that. <laughs> now you get a water balloon. Water balloon. I or will. it'll be like it'll be a tangential story, like loosely related. Yes. To it'll be like arms. Oh, my kid has a mad rash right now, and they're like, "This is class. I'm paying for this." Please I'm paying. I don't want to hear about your kid. Please stop, ma'am. We're in accounting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my schedule's mixed up. I thought it was anatomy again. Oh. This is accounting class. Now. I'm so busy. I'm a mother, you know. <laughs> Oh, good for them though for going back to school. Yeah, yeah I guess good for you. Like, I'm glad they're doing online though. Just, like, don't. <laughs> you don't need to like. <laughs> you don't need to tell me about it. You know. No, so to go into those like cliche things, I hate the happy wife, happy life thing. Yeah. I also hate the <laughs> being a mom or being a parent is a full time job. It's like no, it, it's not. A job. A it's like it's something that if you really desire that, you yes. shouldn't treat it as a job. It's it's just it's like, a commitment. Yeah, it's yeah, a commitment. Definitely. It's a full time responsibility. Commitment. Yes, it's a commitment responsibility, but not like, really a job. To call it a job. I don't know. That sounds like something I would say, and I <laughs> am not a fit parent. <laughs> That's where Josh would come in for you. I'm a professional parent. Yeah, you can't be a professional. You can't be the CEO of parenting. Yeah, it's really Wait, important. But do you think if we sat boring. down with a, like a board and just like wrote, do you think we could like? Privatized parenting? <laughs> Do you think we could have a hierarchy? Maybe they have like a hierarchy and like a business. Oh, you're a mailroom parent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In some way, have like Wendy's purchasing parenting and like. <laughs> parenting brought to you by, by Wendy. The new McRib. Yeah. This nap time. It's back again, just like the kids <laughs> from school. This nap time brought to you by the McRib. Wall yourself to sleep with a good McRib. I think it's doable. Food coma. I think someone could... Amazon could probably buy parents. Amazon or Disney, the ones that have all the money. Disney, Google, or Amazon, I think they have enough money to be able to buy parenting. Yeah. We haven't really assigned a price to, like, an abstract concept yet. We haven't. I think it's about time someone did. Yes. (laughs) Like, you can, like, get on... Can you buy happiness? Maybe. Like, you can get on Indeed (laughs) and see, like, the... Can you sell it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I have a topic. Jared, I know you're going to be on my side with this, and you're going to enjoy it. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to preface this. Presumptuous. All right. I'm going to preface this with, all right, so I've been... Um, Is it mush-based? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. But, uh, so... Mush, as a, good? <laughs> because I'm a teacher, like, I have my summers off, which is great, and allows me the opportunity to travel, so I've been doing a decent amount of traveling this summer, going to a lot of cool places, but in that, I leave some of my responsibilities behind. 
And very thankfully, Josh has like stepped in and taken care of some of those responsibilities. So I want to thank Josh a lot for that. He's done a really good job, and he hasn't said anything to me about being bitter about that at all. So whether he is or not, he has Welcome to, to the show, Luke. <laughs> anyway, yeah, where the fuck do I come in on that? Well, wait, wait, that was my preface. <laughs> With that said, Josh has brought a personal vendetta against me this summer. And he has... <laughs> I he had, have fun. He has... Disagreed with me in everything he possibly could this <laughs> summer. Wait, we have to press it. Why am I doing it? Why are you? Like, no, I guess like in the sense of like, what am I disagreeing with you about? Literally everything. Why am I doing it? Because I like to argue. With you. <laughs> he likes to argue. <laughs> and this man. all started. This all started with the sauerkraut thing, which he legitimately disagrees with me about. All right, and we'll what side do you want? I don't like sauerkraut. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. So that's where it started. And it All of the best characters start out in a stream oppression. <laughs> that's where it started. But then they started leading to other things, like things like people agree upon, like, <laughs> yeah, like really really easy Poverty. things. Learn to, no. to eat low depression era food. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, for example, like volleyball is fun. Josh is like, Luke, what are you talking about? There's no way it's possibly fun. He's just, just disagreeing with me just on the, purpose. On yeah. purpose yeah. to disagree with me to argue. <laughs> so and I know time, he's doing yeah. it, but I argue with him anyway. I like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's. I can't okay. Oh, wait. I'll let you finish, and then I'll. Oh, no. I, I think I'm done ranting. <laughs> My points are so made. Here's, Josh has bad opinions. Here's the way I view it <laughs> I used to argue back with him as well. Especially in high school, because he got an around, he got a, a rude, he got a, a really amused by. Sorry, it's the T. It's it's the T. Um, he got really amused with, uh, as he would call it, uh, knocking down my bricks of self-esteem. <laughs> Because he you felt them up too high, Jerry. I shouldn't be too confident. <laughs> and I was like, but Josh, I'm like on gym I was like, but Josh, I'm on antidepressants. And he's like, it doesn't matter. No, I will that was never I will break you. Alright, one I'm kidding. I did argue that's a real thing. I did self-esteem bricks were real things I said. <laughs> that was a real thing. The antidepressant thing was not part of it. No. Two, when he did find out there was a second where he I broke apologize. character. No, he broke character. He's like, I'm sorry. Like, if I've ever pushed you too far, just let me know. I was like, dude, don't treat me any different. I and he just said, like, I broke character. <laughs> you were like, like, okay. You were like, oh my gosh, Jared, I'm really sorry. Are you okay? I was like, yeah, dude, I'm good. Keep doing Like, trust me, I don't want to be treated differently. And to Josh's credit, he was like, all right, right back at it. <laughs> Flip the switch. Back in the game. I had this conversation earlier. I just get, like, the challenge for myself to take a topic that is just, like, so rooted in reality and so reasonable. And arguing it with just, like, genuine nonsense is yeah. so satisfying. So that's, that's what happens when you work with kids. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> You're like, why can't you have snack? Because. <laughs> so it's like because is like the hardest defensible yeah. point. If it you're definitely. Not older than someone. I learned to laugh about it. 
both the both the verbal and the physical when he would purposely <laughs> swerve in front of me in the hall. I used to do a thing where like I would walk with Jared and like I would either like slowly walk close, like never make contact but slowly walk like, closer to walk him. into me and like corner me into a locker like ah oh, damn it. Okay, so I do this thing when I'm walking in a group of people called the time warp where I take one really slow step. <laughs> <laughs> and 100% someone either runs into you and goes, oh, what the hell? <laughs> so there's this new thing this week I started doing. So one of the junior counselors at summer camp, like, had a story. Like, she got, like, somebody hit her, and I wanted to know who hit her, and she refused to tell me. So I started, I made up this thing called Ealing, where I take my hand, I fully extend it towards her face, and just start flopping it really fast right in her face. And, like, flop, like I never touch her face, but I hit her hair around a lot. And, like, I, just, I call it Ealing. Yeah. <laughs> and you say, who hit you? Who hit you? Who hit you, Lexi? Hey, same, Lexi, who hit you? They use the same uh, thing in court, actually. <laughs> Ealing. Ooh, they call it the eel defense. Yep. Did you so, do it? Did you do it? Yeah, and there's also another thing where... Who did it? Who did it? Who did it? I take my hand, and I slowly, like... I'll talk to you, and, like, I'll have my hand out of your vision, but, like, I'll very slowly and menacingly bring it into your peripheral vision until, like, my hand is just, like, right up to your face. You're going to give them, like, a mouse, right? <laughs> So, but being as that was... I work with kids. It's ruined me. So, <laughs> I think, uh, like, going to college and hearing the stories of what, like, Tyler, our friend Tyler did, and, and working with him... I found some tactics to use against Josh, <laughs> and a lot of the banter that I've that I've triggered Josh in the podcast is, is some of those weapons that I have. Jared has equipped up. I have equipped myself over the years. We're not so different. The you war and I. was never over. There was yeah. just a small recess for Jared there to was, train. This was a uh, yeah. This was North and South Korea. Technically, it's still going on. We had, a ce- we had a ceasefire <laughs> while we prepared ourselves, <laughs> but we were prepped. <laughs> now, which, which, which one of you is North Korean? Which one is South Korean? Um, I think just based off Jared's opinions on China, Jared is North Korea. <laughs> I, am, North I am definitely North Korea. We didn't even, that wasn't a debate. It's not yeah. a debate on that one. So I'll admit, like, I've definitely this summer, like, I've, Josh and I had made eye contact and we had a mental discussion, like, I know you're arguing with me out of, like, the fact you just want to argue with somebody. I agree with you, but I'm arguing with you. And I know he knows that, and, like, we make that mental connection, and I think, you know what, I'm going to argue with you anyway, just for entertainment purposes, just to, like... There's normally a moment where, like, Luke and I will be arguing, and, like, when people aren't paying attention, like, I'll just look at Luke just, like, with a really small smirk, and, like, I kind of, like, squint my eyes a little bit, like... Mm. We do We do that. <laughs> I know you're right, but, but every, I don't care. And everybody else thinks we're like we're really fighting with each other, but at that point in time, the argument is complete nonsense. It always gets loud. Yes, always gets loud. I remember that time at volleyball? Do we need to separate you two? <laughs> yeah. No. We had one week of Jared and I playing volleyball the same night. We're like, we need to separate you two. Like what? <laughs> I didn't even. And it's funny because we weren't even being that bad. <laughs> like we, we have been way hey, worse. I'm, yeah, Mike and I have played you two in tennis. <laughs> like, <laughs> when we played us in tennis, us for our economics class with alternative pets, yeah. we were bad. <laughs> there was one time when we were playing Risk with Patrick from Minnesota and a couple others, Whoa. and like we didn't have enough pieces for everybody to be their own team. So Jared and I volunteered to I be think partners. I was there for that. It was me. 
and Mike. Oh yeah, we okay. So everyone was part of it. Yeah. Just everybody yeah. but me. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, so like Jared and I were on a team. And yeah, we, I'll just go get a drink real yes, quick. Jared and I argued about I mean, it's a good story, about strategy. Yeah, Jared and I argued about what movie we should make for 15 minutes. So, and then at the end of the 15 minutes, well, we wait, just wait, like, wait, wait. We okay. gotta. So, what right, was your? Right. You said we had to be on the offensive, but your strategy included attacking Mike from yes. Indiana, and I said, Josh, I I don't want to do that, Mike said he would give us peace and he would put us on a reservation yeah, if we was, didn't attack When him. Mike wins, he'll put us, he'll on, a put reservation. us on a reservation. <laughs> We're like, Jared, that is a hypothetical situation for a board game. And this is called risk. You take risk, Jared. And I was like, but I don't want to betray him. That was such a good We had offer. a very heated... So like, we had a 15 to 20 minute debate... debate. At like two in the morning, and finally, Patrick, I really needed to sleep. So Patrick was like, "All right, so now make your move." So and the and then we yeah. just said, "Oh yeah, we're we're good. We're done. Yeah. We're just gonna fortify." Yeah, so we argued for fifteen minutes and didn't do anything. And Connor was snickering. Logan might have been. I don't know. He might have just been tired. I was conked out. But the death glare <laughs> from, Patrick from Patrick was just <laughs> genuine. To be fair, we were on his porch. Yes. And ever since then, Jared and I were never allowed to be teammates <laughs> on Risk again. Yeah, it was like, all right, we're playing Risk. One people has to be team. Josh and Jared cannot be. Because <laughs> every fucking time you just sequester yourself in Australia and have Greenland. troops. It was Greenland. It was Greenland. Was, right. We set up in Greenland. <laughs> it was someplace with like a choke. It was like a 300 then, style choke. And then Greenland. when we finally attacked, we el- eliminated Patrick. <laughs> he got really fucking. He got really pissed at us. <laughs> we would plan the worst possible way and then not lose first. <laughs> That would be there. It's his house. He just has to sit there and watch other people play Risk. We would, like, beat Patrick, and then we would lose immediately after. Lewis might have been there, too. Yep. Alice used to, like, try to, like, goad people to attack me. Yeah, come on. Attack me. You won't. Like, not real strategy. Just, like, harassing. Like, berating you until you attack me. Come on, do it. No balls. (laughs) No balls. Yes. Boy. What a time. (laughs) Got something for us, Jared? Um, I can pop off look on around a, on a hot topic. I have, I could go with one if you want me to. Okay. And this one's gonna bring about a pretty good story of Josh and I making idiots out of, our, out of ourselves. Everything I do. <laughs> so let's talk no about way. doppelgangers. Oh yeah. So good story. So for those of you who don't know, a doppelganger is someone that it's like a twin, but not biological twin. Yeah. I had a doppelganger at Warp Tour the couple years we'd go to because mm-hmm. they said by the jawbone. Yeah, it's a D and D race. They get plus one character level. Yeah, and then they can also yeah. transform into other things. Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty, hijacking this. They kind of look like gray aliens at first, yeah. but they can look like anything. Mm-hmm. So watch out. Yep. Be afraid because <laughs> your friends might not be who they say they are. Yep. <laughs> you always know though because the was... DM is talking in their phone. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Your that... friend says, "Hey guys, it's me." <laughs> Little Josh. Hey, little Dungeons I and Dragons mean, joke for you, all of you out there at one fifteen in the morning. Thanks, nerds. <laughs> nerds for enabling me. <laughs> so, so, anyone other than Josh, have you guys had any experience with any doppelgangers? No, because I'm really tall. <laughs> what about like you witnessing, like, whoa, that person looks just like that this person. person. The looks only thing just like, I've yeah. ever had in common with a person is being tall. <laughs> 
And most people who are tall are basketball players, so I'm like, that person's in shape, and they play a sport for a career. <laughs> and I make drawings of buildings that sometimes don't get built. <laughs> well, it's like the same thing. Just about, almost. Somebody Just... puts a ball in a hoop, and I put drawings in a computer, and they die. <laughs> yeah. They get stored away somewhere. Yeah, I email them to someone, and they say, yeah, we don't have enough money. <laughs> All right. Great career. So, would recommend. Josh and I's doppelganger story. <laughs> so, when we were in Lock Haven at school, there was this girl there. Um, and Jerry, you're, you're probably going to have to... like Josh. You're going to have to... <laughs> you're probably going to have to bleep this out because we called her by a combination of her first and last name. So, like, if I mistakenly say it, you'll bleep it out. Anyway. It's going to mark it. Yeah, mark it because it's probably going to come up. But anyway, we're going to call her baseball. Sarah. So, Sarah was somebody that Josh and I were... Um, in contact with Josh's freshman year and my sophomore, sophomore year. year. And at that point in time, I think she was either a junior or a senior, right? She, uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, Not something like right. that. But anyway, so like we saw her a lot that year. And then she either <laughs> disappeared or graduated. One yeah, or the other. I don't know. <laughs> we don't, we're not sure. But then like, uh, a, like a year or two later... This person showed up again, and, like, I saw her in our uh, rec building, like, our, our weight room, basketball courts, whatever, and I went up to this person, and I said, oh, hey, Sarah, I haven't seen you in a while, how are you, like, how have you been? And she, like, just looked at me, and, like, just give me this really blank stare, I'm like, all right, good seeing you, like, and that happened several times, where, like, I saw Sarah, and, like, oh, hey, Sarah, how you doing? And, like, she just, like, kind of, like, who the heck is this person? No idea. And then, so, Josh, go ahead and tell your part. So, meanwhile, I guess I, I explained, like, Lou came up to me one day and said, yeah, the weirdest thing happened, like, I saw this girl named, like, I thought I saw Sarah, but then, like, it turns out, like, it wasn't her, and I'm like, wow, that was really dumb, Lou, because I actually did, because, like, earlier that day, I saw this same person, the same doppelganger, and I said, hey, how's it going, and, like, the same kind of, mess. like, she seemed, she seemed very hesitant, and, like, I was like, hey, that was really dumb, Lou, I actually did see her, and then, like, it slowly dawned on me that we both saw the same doppelganger. Yeah, and the way we figured it out, I was with my girlfriend, and I said hello to this person. And my girlfriend's like, how do you know who that was? I'm like, that's Sarah. Like, you know Sarah. I'm like, that wasn't Sarah. That's like, I don't, I don't remember what her actual name was, but that like, that's Jane. I'm like, no way, that's Sarah. Like, we know her from way back when. I'm like, no. She's like, no, that person lives where I live. And like, there's no way. And then... And I'm like, I kind of started processing it, and then, like, I talked to Josh about it. He's like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Oh, I'm like, oh, I didn't actually see her. You're not stupid. Yeah, so <laughs> we acted like idiots to this this girl who probably thinks we're idiots. But then, like, it kind of put a put a, a wedge in between the real Sarah and us because we never really knew who the real Sarah was and who the doppelganger was. <laughs> so the next like, time you saw that yeah, person, you know, like, yeah. yeah, we were exactly. at a bar, like, and, like, the Sarah came back to visit. And, we and like, she was there. Like, we were staring at her. Sure. Stared at her for a good hour and a half, two hours, trying to figure like, out if it was her. Yeah, and she's like, hey, guys, do you remember, like, Sarah? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> the way we figured out eventually was we just started, like, yelling Sarah in the bar and then like hiding behind a wall or whatever and see if she would like like acknowledge us or whatever but then she's like and then like we started talking to her and she's like we told her this story and she's like oh this makes sense 
Because, like, I've seen you guys a lot before then. And, like, I just didn't, thought you didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were afraid that you were an alien no, coming we... <laughs> to stab our D&D party in the back. <laughs> we weren't sure if you were who you said you, you were. You were an insert. But, uh, so Sarah and her doppelganger were actually two completely different people. Yes. So Sarah was, like, this really nice girl who was, she was, like, quiet and, like, whatever. <laughs> but, like, Sarah's doppelganger, I, like, I don't know much for about a person. But all I do know about her is she had like this big, really big Jeep. Really, no, it's a jacked up truck. Oh, that's a right. really oh. big jacked up loud truck that you you would think like a good old boy is driving with like a <laughs> rebel flag in the back, really loud. And then out and a gets big old this penis. Yeah, exactly. And out gets it <laughs> just flopping in the way. Yeah, and out gets this little like like five foot girl hops out of this truck, and we're like, holy crap, we're not ever going to mistake her for Sarah ever again. <laughs> and then you did it 40 more times. <laughs> yep. So there we go. Yes. And I managed to do all of that without saying what her we call her. What, what, what we call her. That was for you, Jared. Thanks. There you go, I buddy. I it. really focused hard on time. I haven't even, even been squeaking the chair every 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear, hold on. Let me get one good one in. <laughs> I don't know if you're picking that up. That's, that's getting on there. I definitely heard that. It's going to be a doozy to edit out. Right. Oh, sorry. What oh, the fuck was that? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, to continue with the top of train. Let's see. Hmm. I know Luke had something. Oh, I have a bunch, but that's because I haven't been on the show in a while. And I actually... Well, then get your shit get out. Going. Okay, well... Get anything I, out of I felt super guilty this past week, so I was able to listen to a bunch of episodes at once because um, I was at the beach. So I started listening to the podcast... And I listened to the episode where Jared and Josh were by themselves, and they called out everybody. And <laughs> like, oh no, he's talking about me. I was really happy not to be called. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Now I've it was the so that episode where Mike was supposed to be on. And we're it was like, a Mike, oh, Luke, and Jesse. Mike went Jesse. It looks in Maine, and it was, I felt yeah. super guilty. I'm like, oh, I haven't been on it in a really long time. Everyone's doing things, and we're here in the warm days. Yeah, try being three and a half hours away. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I completely uh, forgot about that. I just remember. Yeah, but we were like about Mike. Yeah, <laughs> just because he we went fixated. Jet well, yeah. you know what? It worked. I felt guilty, so I drove from the beach right to here to do this. Showed yeah. up at the basement. beach. No one was there. I was at Ocean City, Maryland. <laughs> Broken. Okay, but no, I didn't. I didn't like drive like specifically here. For you should have picked me up today. I, I really should have. Sorry, man. Well, I didn't know you. I didn't know you then. It's cool. I, I just met you. Now a you hours know. Ago. So, Josh, should I do the one like I've been thinking of for real, real the last long time? Future. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. So I'm a a teacher and like I know a lot of people probably have questions like like they see their teachers doing really weird things or like they really wonder why their teacher does these things. So I want to give you guys an opportunity to ask a teacher a question and I want to answer it to the best of my ability. I can lead off. So I. Let me think of a good one. (laughs) All right. So as someone as a sub that can attest like I do this sometimes. Okay. Do you ever find yourself in situations where you do something that you acknowledge as you did it the wrong way, but you stick to your guns anyways for the sake of not showing weakness? Absolutely. Absolutely, all the time. (laughs) So, specific specific story. Like... Plus, I mean minus. No, I mean plus. So, I, this past year... No, I'm right. This past year, I was out for a day and had a sub. And um, 
they my students treated this sub like garbage. And it was really stupid because I knew the sub personally and my kids knew I knew the sub personally. And they were really dumb and just like were really, really stupid. And I thought, you know what? I'm really going to ream this class out. And I'm going to really just give it to them whenever they get in the room. And at some point in time during the day, one of the kids from that class left me a note, like a sticky note. He said, hey, I almost said my last name. Hey, Mr. Luke, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I'll see you later at class. Bye. And then I'm like, oh, wow, that's super cool. They left me a note. I really shouldn't yell at this kid. You're getting played. <laughs> I'm going to scream at him anyway. I reamed him out anyway. You like, send that kid out to the hall, scream at the rest no, of them, no, bring him no, back I, in. I left that student in, and I just <laughs> ran along with it, and I felt bad the entire time I was doing it because this person like took time out of their day to like say, hey, I hope you're having a good day. See you later at class. And I just... <laughs> Just really bring him out. Don't let him be privileged. Fucking marry him. <laughs> He's trying to suck it. He's brown nosed. Yeah. There okay, I can def there are there are definitely kids out there. Like I can't say for sure this kid was doing, but kids will like know, oh no, we were terrible at the stuff yesterday. I need to in some way save. I'm face pretty certain this student face, was like had did not have that in, in their okay. mind and like they were just like they were legitimately doing this and I read it and I'm like, I'm gonna feel bad about this later, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Is that where you throw in like some of you, and you yeah. know who you are. Yeah, like, well, like, I, I always do, like, you know what? For those of you that were really good yesterday, I'm going to apologize right now. You don't need to hear this, but That's a good way sorry. To the rest of your class are a bunch of jerks, and they need to hear this, so you need to suffer their consequences, too. But, yeah. Okay. Definitely well, done that. Well handled. I can roll with that. All right. Ask a teacher. Ask a teacher. Ask a teacher. You got one? I'm still thinking of one. Okay. Do you or do you not... Predict yes. the future <laughs> outcomes of students and where they'll be in like 10 years based on how they are in your class. Like, is it one of those, oh, this kid's going to be in jail. <laughs> this kid's, this kid has potential. This one, not a chance. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mine's going to be very serious. So, so teachers, <laughs> I think teachers can't help but do that. Like, yeah. you're, this kid's just being a jerk and you're thinking, you know what? You're going to end up in jail, and I'm going to do my best to help you not get there, but you're probably going to get there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. And, like, you, you also, like, on the other side, like, you see kids that are, that are probably not in a really good situation, but they're working really hard, and you're like, you know what? You're going to make it. You're going to really do it. You're going to get out of the situation you're in, and you're going you're gonna to do it. But then, like, there's some kids, like, you know what? You're a jerk, and you're probably going to do something really stupid and end up in jail. And yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I try to do my best not to, like – not the judgment free zone. Yeah, I, I I try to like treat every kid the same, but like there's some kids that are just like being total jerks and just like nice. you kind of just want to like bounce their head off a desk and like tell them if you keep doing this you're going to end up in jail. But then you got to like treat kids. Then you got to put in effort. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then like the the good teacher side of me is like, "You know what? I got to give this kid a chance and yeah. try and help like, him not get in jail." Look, man, I'm here to teach you how letters are numbers. I mean, I'm not <laughs> here to teach you how to live your life. I'm here to teach you plus or minus unless me, I screw it up, in yeah. which case I'm, I'm here, here to, to teach you, teach you algebra, <laughs> not how you should treat uh, the legal system. <laughs> so, I get it. Yeah. All right, so my question is like how much presence do sort of like standardized tests have in your daily life. Okay. Because, so my mom was a teacher. All right. Like just to preface this, and one of the reasons that she got out of teaching 
was she felt like she had a sort of diminishing level of like freedom in her classroom and like a diminishing level of freedom with the way that she spent her time and like the way that she kind of concentrated her effort and she felt like it was more like it was starting to get really top down yeah and i want to know like she retired from teaching probably i think like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and so like i want to know if that's like maybe still a thing yeah. and then if this is too serious we can just like make fun of jared or josh <laughs> <laughs> all right so so I let's can... let's like intersperse it with roast what the yeah. hell? so josh, every now and like small. so inter- inter- <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> so every couple sentences interrupt me with like something silly. <laughs> All right, so right. I can answer this question perfectly because Jared, I, your nose is crooked. Sorry, <laughs> because I've taught um, <laughs> subjects that are standardized tested and also ones that are not. And the ones that are standardized tested, like you feel the weight of that test and the stress of that test, mostly because of the time constraint. Okay, so, roast. Yep, somebody roast. Uh, um, Jared's uh, too handsome. Oh. <laughs> He's too kind, and it makes everyone feel bad. His hair's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a gorgeous person, or is this just Jared? So, <laughs> anyway, so like, uh, there are no dead bodies in my basement. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Jared is, does it, hasn't killed as many people as he said. Yeah. <laughs> so the amount, the time constraint thing, like school generally starts late August, early September. And then it ends, like, early June or, like, mid-June. But these tests start happening in April. So you have to, to cram an entire year's worth of content in that amount of time, which can get really stressful, especially when snow days and, like, two-hour delays happen. So, yeah, like, you feel the weight of that. Josh, okay. your uh, shorts look like a dog chewed on them. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, uh, Jared, your shirt's really white. <laughs> is, that, is that an insult? That's like way to way to be diverse. Like you really <laughs> kept that shirt white. Is that a new shirt or uh, no? <laughs> good. No. Jared, you take too good of care of yourself. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you try not to teach to the test, <laughs> you try not to teach to the test because you like actually want to teach kids and like help them learn and not deal with those time constraints. Then like if. The kids aren't willing to do it, then like just things don't work out well and it doesn't happen. And then you, as a teacher, face consequences of those actions. All right. Josh, your eyes are amazingly blue. Josh, you have 400 shirts from that coffee place. (laughs) (laughs) True. Is that all you wear? I don't believe you own other shirts. (laughs) He specifically buys those shirts like... Oh, now I have another shirt. <laughs> Josh, I don't believe you ever washed your clothes. You just buy a coffee shop. Interesting story behind this, though. So. The reason I have so many of these was for the sole purpose of doing this. <laughs> like you can, there's a friend of ours, a different Jared, who works at no, this coffee you're not shop. Being serious. No, no, seriously. This yes. is a, all right, this is a real story. Oh, I made this a goal. I said I want to have seven of these oh, so weird. I can wear them every day of the week. Oh. <laughs> he did. And, and he's well and on his way. now I do. Oh, I'm at seven. Oh, you're at seven. I have wow. a Christmas one. Oh, that's so right. That, makes that one's me really seven. cool. Wow. Yeah, so. Seven yeah. shirts. But, <laughs> so then recently I got switched out of a tested content to a non-tested content and it is so relaxed. I can kind of do whatever I want as far as like teaching wise, take whatever pace I want and it's kind of really really relieving that i don't have to worry about at the end of the year i'm going to be assessed on what some kid that didn't pay attention in my class and i did my very best to teach and then he's going to take this test and sleep during the entire thing i don't have to worry about that i just got to teach these kids like hey that's a square because that's the way it is 
Alright, I'll do one on myself. Uh, you're really tall and you're left-handed, so you're likely to die early. No way. Lefty? Yeah. Me too. Hey. Hey. Yeah. There we go. Once again, I think we mentioned this. Like, you have the a statistic... disproportionate No, like, it doesn't, like, like, the statistical probability of my friend group is very low. Like, a lot of them are lefties and a lot of them are colorblind. Yeah. It's that's... very confusing. Huh. And some of them are lefties and colorblind. Yeah. That's, it's strange. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Answer that, math guy. <laughs> if Johnny had three left-handed friends and Mary had one, who's Josh? I don't. <laughs> why is Josh? Why are Johnny's shirts Johnny all from the same place? He's the one wearing. He's the one wearing coffee shop shirt. Uh, all right, ask a teacher. We'll do a couple more, maybe. Okay. Uh, Let's have a goofy one next, so I don't have to keep insulting people I like. All right. <laughs> Um, this hurts me. <laughs> you invited me into your home. Fuck All right. you. <laughs> How? Hmm. All right. So, do you ever? So, I guess maybe not you, but just like teachers you know in general. Do you ever get students that you don't like so much to a point where you set them up for failure, so you just don't have to deal with them anymore? All right. Me personally, I have never done that. First names only. <laughs> I, I have never done that. But I know of teachers that are like that legitimately and purposely give assignments so that this student won't move on because they are that ticked at that student. Hmm. So I definitely don't agree I, with it. Yeah. But <laughs> but it happens and I watch it happen, I'm like, wow, oh my, you're a like jerk. Wow, you expected. really want that student again. Yeah. Next and, and exactly that's what I thought. Like, you know who they're gonna get again? You, you stupid idiot! Yeah. You so, should yeah. pass them, get them on to someone exactly. else. Exactly. I guess get them, get them into the workforce. <laughs> like I guess, like this is just, like inspired by like just like me working like as a sub and stuff. Like there are situations like, hey, right now I should take like the initiative to separate those two because they're gonna talk and get in trouble. But at this point, I just want them to get in trouble, <laughs> so I'm just gonna let them talk. <laughs> and then like I have like I have a reasonable and like purposeful thing. Like I say, hey, you have detention now. Yeah, okay. And that, like, I have, like, kids do. Like, I know a kid's going to do something stupid, but I know, like, this kid needs to suffer the consequences of his actions. So I let them do it, and then I'm like, you just did that, and you're stupid, and you need to suffer these consequences. <laughs> and so, for for example, kids talk a lot louder than they think. Oh, yes, they do. They, I have a story with that's this. That's definitely true. They, like, they're, they think they're whispering in the back, but they're, like, in the back talking, like, Hey, I went to a party this weekend and totally got drunk. I can hear you. I'm 14, by the way. I'm like, I'm 10 feet from you. I can hear what you're talking about. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there we go. There were two different times I was in, like, the same. It was an art class. And these kids <laughs> were, like, in the front two rows talking about, like, how, like, they had, like, all, like, how, like, all these drugs they did, and, like, the one who's, like, yeah, I have, I still have, like, half a bottle of vodka, which, like, is a very high school thing to say, like, as a adult, <laughs> like, yes, yeah. like, oh, oh, you have yeah, a half, specifically okay, no, I went and bought a full thing of Vlad because I'm on a budget, that's, like, that's my adult story, oh, boy, and then, like, as, like, then, like, hey, like, that's what your Long yeah. Island iced tea I know, was made it out was of, delicious, but, like, then, like, later on in class, I'm, like, I wonder if Mr. And H is bored, and, like, we should ask him, and if they raise their hand, I just, like, turn and say, like, yes, I'm bored, and, like, oh. How did you hear us? Do you have teacher a, hearing? Well, the one kid's like, we're in trouble, aren't we? And, like, you very well could be. I heard a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> then I just went down, just, like, staring blank in his face. Like, I roll a quarter in my hands. Like, that was, like, what I was doing, like, that entire hour and a half. Like, I was listening to them talk about partying. 
like roll my quarter. Like I now know that like where you get alcohol and how much alcohol you have and what you're gonna do this weekend and how many uppers you're gonna take. Kids are silly. Oh, it helps cancel out the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say. Also, there's a nice neutral so you can study. Also, I think there's a pretty strong chance that kids are full of it. Oh. Like yeah, I think you're like ninety percent like, what you're saying. I smoke four well, weed. Well, I smoke. Eight weeds. I smoked eight weeds yesterday. <laughs> well, that's I where... did. 45 vodkas. I had an alcohol yesterday. That's where... Like 45 shots. I didn't you feel tell anything. them, look, kids, if you're going to take one thing, you need to take one thing only. Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> Ritalin. <laughs> and, like, especially if they have a, a paper due, you will crank that paper out. Inhaling pain's not going to kill you, kids. No, it's not. It'll make you dumber. And, dude, marijuana's not a drug. It comes from a plant. <laughs> Same for heroin. <laughs> yeah. It's natural. It comes from a tube. You can find those in nature. Yeah. You ever see bamboo? That's a tube. The Native Americans used to carve spoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to do their heroin out of uh, Native Americans did their heroin out of a buffalo skull. <laughs> they used the whole course. When the Native Americans shot up, they called it maize. <laughs> Is that where we got corn mazes? <laughs> From the Native Americans? I don't know American. where the hell I am. <laughs> do you think like... Do you think like... No, can you imagine? Because fucking Squanto <laughs> would have been... And pick in the maze and be like, I made a dog. I'm trapped. Like, Squanto was there like, wow, wait till these pilgrims come through here. Oh my god, I can't get out They're of here. They're gonna love this doll. Oh that's, no, actually an, that's an interesting point. Like, the people that make those mazes, like, you have, like, if you... If you make the mistake of making the start first, how do you get out? <laughs> start in the middle and just start mowing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we definitely just offended a large group of people. Uh, so good night, everybody. To be fair, there's not that many Native Americans. Yeah, left. and to be fair, there's also not that many people that listen to this. Yeah. So all right, yeah, yeah you know what? Table in a basement listeners and Native Americans. Yeah, <laughs> mostly left-leaning white women. Yeah, is what I think are probably. Yes, I think so. Yeah, that have at least two and a half kids. Yeah. Exactly. Kamala Harris, man. Yep. <laughs> Killing it. So the, the one question I really hoped you guys would ask, but you didn't. Oh. And I have my I really have ask my, yourself. Ask I'm, I'm gonna ask myself. And uh <laughs> Logan, what's that question you have? Oh, what's your favorite part about teaching? <laughs> Funny you ask, Logan. Uh so I have two favorite parts, and I'll start with the more serious one. Well, that's not a fair answer. I asked you for your favorite part. <laughs> yeah, we can't pick. Yeah. Oh, well, no. I have to. rules. I, I have to because I really, really like one, but I really, really like the other. Legally obligated. Legally obligated. Right. So, one, the more serious one, like, I really, really enjoy, like, helping kids. And, like, so, like, there's a lot of kids that come from, like, places where they can't find any happiness. They can't find, like, any good positive part of their day. So, I really like being able to provide a kid with that opportunity. With that said, my other favorite part about teaching <laughs> is the fact that I can walk through the classroom and I can fart and crop dust an entire classroom <laughs> and they just start blaming each other. So <laughs> just so is Discord. Watch friendships break apart. It's like the werewolf where everyone's a yeah. werewolf. <laughs> just, that is a, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Everyone's a town. Just yeah. cut one in the middle of the class and like just 
They just start pointing at each other. And the boys start... are bullying each other. Girls are calling each other sluts all because this guy decided to cross. Did you fart, you slut? <laughs> you fucking whore. Dude, girls are mean. They it just... is a scientific no, fact. They are girls so hate mean. each other. Like, guys will just... For the most part, guys will just screw with each other. They'll smack each other in the balls and call that a day. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget. But girls will, like, warfare. They and will. And it's bad. Yeah. Don't fit a lawn burn. Like, don't get me wrong. As as <laughs> a for someone's parents. <laughs> as the uh, voted nicest kid in high school, you you obviously know I'm a very nice dude. I I put on a shtick. Listeners but will know. Anywho, aside from Chinese social policy, aside from which, you know, hey, as Reasonable. I say, yeah, some people like take them. it take it to those capitalist <laughs> pigs. Um, but. I I will never forget in college, I, it might have been someone in my orientation group, like we were talking about things and she was talking about how this one girl was her best friend and she was like, you know, I think it, it's weird to me because girls can be best friends way easier than guys. And I laughed and laughed. That is totally It was like, you Dumb bitch. <laughs> I was like, that's that's a lie. I didn't call her that. That's yeah. a joke. You had Jared to pop off on the same opinion tomorrow when Emily's here. You, you dumb bitch. No. Let I me won't. tell you about women, yeah, Emily. Like I yeah. know that's I know that's false. No, no. But like, no. It, but it's funny because just the reason I say that is because <laughs> my second. sister has said it herself. She was like. A lot of my friends in high school were guys because girls are really difficult to be friends <laughs> with. Guys are super easy to be friends with. And the perfect example is right here, right now. Yeah. Right, so I am first Josh's friend. Like, Josh and I met in college. We, we lived together for a year. I met Logan, what, three hours ago? Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, see, he jumped in Josh's car and we hit it off right away. Like, just goofing around. And, like, so, like, Jared and I have not had much interaction we have had no interaction without josh and like but like yeah. i can see jerry and i being like really good friends yeah just because that's how dudes work like, like yeah just get along whereas girls are just like there's this? just yeah there's just some and i think it's some of the like when guys when we have an issue we'll bring it up or we'll suppress it forever. That, that. <laughs> that's the latter is probably the most you know, suppress it into a brain tumor and then die with it as a secret. <laughs> okay, but at least we're not going to hold it over that person. We're just going to take it family. to the family. family. <laughs> Alright. So I got a question for Josh. Bring it. And this is kind of based off um, a discussion I had, I had heard about like you, Darren, and Tyler having. So it's a would you rather. Okay. Ooh. Okay. All right. We haven't done one of these in a while. All right. Bring it. Would you rather yes. be a narcotics dealer? And I will say fentanyl is in like you're knowingly giving a drug that is killing people. <laughs> you're a murderer, essentially. Or you are complicit and holding a dark secret for your closest friend. Only Josh has to answer this, right? So yeah. let's say right, I let's say me. I just I I come to you on the podcast and I talk aside as like, dude. So I was at Wendy's. This is false. And <laughs> they forgot the mayonnaise on my chicken sandwich, and 
I freaked out and my girlfriend told me to relax and I slammed her head against the dashboard <laughs> and I need you to help me bury the body. This is false, by the way. False. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is all, this is all a joke. This cut. is all a joke. I don't have a girlfriend. So. <laughs> anymore. I don't know her name. I don't have a girlfriend anymore. It was a blind date. We weren't dating yet. Yeah, I'm joking. We weren't dating. It was a fling. Anywho. If it's dead, it doesn't have a name. So, it's something like that. Or another that friend. That things are pseudo-property. Or a friend, anymore. like, let's say Fact. you were the best man at their wedding, and they were like, dude, they made this, this mistake, and ha- they've been having an illicit affair. And it's like, you're good friends with this person and the wife. So, oh no, it's one of the two, like a murder or an affair. (laughs) Basically, it's like, it's a dark secret, like something that's gonna eat at you. Easy answer. Like, I love a good story, and good stories have, like, really interesting characters and situations. Somebody that just, like, deals fentanyl is not that interesting to me, but someone that has, like, carry a dark secret as, like, a weight, I'm all about that. That is a... That's character development right there. Counterpoint, though. You get to hear the stories of everyone who's addicted to fentanyl. Yeah. Okay, okay. Interesting (laughs) counterpoint. I'm asking... At that point, what... You are the Grim Reaper, then. Before I give this to you, Why? That, okay, oh, that is an interesting show idea. Somebody, like a Dexter situation where somebody, like, screens the people before they give them the drugs, like, hey, this guy's a terrible person. They need to, like, they need the fentanyl. <laughs> I'm just somebody curious to hear you rationalize this. this. <laughs> Keep going. Keep riffing. So, yeah, somebody that just, like, takes people down with, now, okay, that's interesting. Good counterpoint. I'm just saying, generally speaking, like, your typical, like, what I picture to be, like, a drug dealer, just, like, really, like, Really skinny and, like, ratty-looking, not interesting. Like, probably going to get beaten up by the vigilante, at, like, five minutes into episode one. It's, like, the, the before the backstory even happens. He hasn't even killed your parents yet. Yeah, like, that, <laughs> your parents aren't even dead yet. That turn doesn't matter. Somebody's like, oh, no, Jerry cheated on his girlfriend before his wedding, like, carrying that secret. That's, like, the character that's, like, functioning in the background. Like, you're not, he's, like, the loose cannon. You're not sure what he's going to do with that secret. I like I think, that. I he's the one that like, might turn a villain. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You like the power. You want that power. I want that power. Okay. <laughs> so you're power so hungry power now. That comes with you're power hungry. Addicted to fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're dead, you lose the power. They're out of your hands. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's speechless. Yeah, that's a goal. Doesn't your soul, doesn't your soul carry weight? Whatever we were talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, so, yes, here we go. Let's well, go. Okay, like, let's get... Okay, there's a story I wanted to tell first that's a little bit connected to the power of oh, wait, and then we'll get to that. In the words of MXC, first, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Get All it right. on. So this is a can story like Logan and I mentioned. So there's this game, if you've ever been in any youth group environment at all, there's this game called Mafia where it's essentially everybody, like there's one person that's secretly, secretly a Mafia member and like you close your eyes and that person like quote-unquote kill somebody and then like the rest of the group has to argue and figure out who to remove from the group and then they could be wrong they could be right so at summer camp we had like a variant of it called werewolf or like it was like mafia but there was like more roles to it and there was the one time where like you would have someone that's like moderates and as the moderator i secretly made everybody a villager i didn't tell anybody and i would just like randomly pick someone to kill right which means that like the whole point of the game is to like discern through argument basically and like through deception and through like like a lot of bluffing yeah, and like exactly. investigating. You want to discern who the werewolf is, but if everyone's villagers, it's just everyone is equally confident that they're a villager. Yes, which means everyone is an equally good liar in the views of the other people. So fascinating because like the sheer like 
betrayal and shock when it came out. This person, like, when you would vote them out, you would show, like, who they were. Like, this person, Bill, was just, like, the, everyone, like, freaking out was the funniest thing. <laughs> we killed night. another villager? Yeah. Every, ah! every night. How? Who is the werewolf? And then, like, the werewolf, then, like, you would get to, like, the nighttime, which, like, where, like, everyone closed their eyes, except, like, if you were dead, you would keep your eyes open, and, like, you would have to, like, shush everybody, and, like, you would, like, you would, like, werewolf, like, open your eyes, like, no one would, was like, oh. <laughs> she's, like, one of those moments, like, watching just, like, people, like, turning at each other, and just, like, the paranoia was the funniest part. It was really interesting to do with kids, because, like, sometimes they would figure it out, too. Like, we do it, we would play a lot of werewolf. Yeah, we like, played it a lot. the entire afternoon doing it sometimes, and we would do this, like, once every two weeks or something. Yeah. And sometimes they would figure it out. They'd be like, wait. And then they'd look at us and be like, we're all villagers. And we'd be like, yes, you got it. You're just murdering each other. You're, you've been senselessly murdering each other for three days. Paranoia. Yeah. Anyways, small side story. It's a good, it's a good yes. weapon. It's good. So does so, soul have weight? Yes. That is the question that came up in the car ride. Logan's so am I getting says, the yes. vibe that you would hold the secret? Yes. I now, would hold the now what if... Just one caveat, what if you were the accomplice, as in you're actively participating in that helping is, it, me It depends on, it. I guess if you look at, like, the alignment spectrum, like, how chaotic am I in this scenario? Like, does this change me into someone that, like, wants to just, like, wreak havoc on your life for forcing this on me? Like, Jared ruined me, making me have this secret, I'm going to ruin him in return. Okay. I think the question a lot of is moving like, parts. Do you have to do anything in addition to keeping the secret? Like, uh, do you need to like cover shit up? So when I say being an accomplice, you'd have to help me hide the body and lie. That's one and from done. a storytelling standpoint. I would pick that one. Okay, it's one and done. Too. Yeah, you do it, and then you just have to no. not think. Josh, about would it you tell me this story? What's up? Would you tell me this story? <laughs> it depends. Well, no, because it's like probably. I'm trusting you to know. Okay, but so then, so. but then, if he tells me, I become an accomplice because then I can't tell anybody. Exactly. Or what if I tell Luke and I have this reputation, this reputation of saying things that are so ridiculous all the time? He does Luke have that knows, reputation, but he doesn't know. <laughs> like I can't. There, there is sometimes when Josh then, is telling me something or like going on something, and like I legitimately can't tell if he's like. Pulling stuff out of his butt, or if he's like telling exactly. me something true. So then we get into oh yeah, I would never have him as my accomplice. Yeah. So we ended up in a situation where Luke is talking to Jared, just like passively, like during like at the end of a podcast episode, just like like Luke's like, yeah, Josh was like this really funny story, like how like you killed your girlfriend, and he helped you bury her, and he's like, oh my gosh, and then, and then Jared kills me. Exactly. And then you have to help bury me, Jared, which Brown. is exactly what I wanted to happen all along. I win. Jared, Luke, and I have this thing where Luke is very determined to make me care for his no. remains when he dies. I don't have... Look, you promised. I did Yes, you did. You promised. All right. Well, here's the thing, though. There <laughs> was never an agreement for how much I have to do. So when you die, I you are care. going... Exactly where you die is where you stay. No, I, you I just want to say, for the record, a chicken sandwich without mayonnaise from one of those fast food places... It's a hockey is puck. condoning of murder. It does, it's a hockey it puck. It warrant a murder. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So... We were, yeah. we just moved my apartment, and this is related to chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I promise. When, yes. <laughs> when we were driving to the storage place, we drove past a Popeyes, and the Popeyes had a sign out front that said, New Chicken Sandwich. And I was like, Fucking no, it isn't. <laughs> and I looked at my mom, and I was like, Mom, can you believe it? <laughs> chicken betwixt two breads. Betwixt. In betwixt. 
And then every time we drove past it, they'd be like, look at that. What doth thy eyes They're the, they're the dreamers of dreams. Oh my goodness. New chicken sandwich. I'll never forget What that. glory is this? And then we were joking about, we really wanted to go at it. We'd be like, can we have the chicken sandwich? <laughs> like, are you guys saying it right? It's, can I have the bacon ice cream? <laughs> there was a, uh, there was an old news, local news thing. It was like about Popeye's. They had like a $5 chicken meal and they had run out. They were out of stock and they were just like interviewing a whole bunch of people like in the drive-thru. And like, they're out of the $5 chicken? Like, what am I supposed to get for dinner? And like someone revamped it and they played all the clips and then they like photoshopped them in. Oh, they're out of chicken? Oh, okay, I'll just go get the pizza at the store. Oh, I'll just go to Papa John's and get a pizza. Just people reacting really reasonably. Oh, that's okay. Back to the soul questions. So, yeah, on the drive down here, we were talking. We've had, so Logan's mom, like, has, Logan and I, like, separately, like, we've had this conversation of, like, does, like, the soul of someone, like, have a weight? Because, like, Josh has been around dead people, and I've been around my mom, who has strong opinions. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, yeah, like, essentially, like, when someone dies... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like the same thing. Yeah. Close enough. My yeah. mom tells me things that Josh experiences them. Yeah. yeah, so when someone dies, like, does the soul carry weight with them? So, like, we're there, like, having this conversation. So, like, there's, like, a lot of factors to this. Like, how do you, like, scientifically figure out does the soul have weight? And we had this discussion where, like, we need to have, like, a, I have an, an idea. experiment. I have an idea that to measure the weight. You measure someone like their weight before they yeah, die yeah. and then after that yeah. that's how you find out yeah. how much their soul yeah, weighs so. anyway yeah. continue Josh so who's our volunteer well like anyway like <laughs> we were talking we'll okay. get there Jerry. we were talking about like Logan brought up this really good point well like this like we have to like figure out like do like souls like change by like, person by person so like if somebody has like gone through more strife and like worked through more like hardship well, it's like their soul bitter to start we originally said does a squirrel soul weigh as much as a man soul <laughs> weigh as much as an elephant soul yeah. <laughs> proportionally and we're not sure. Yeah. Well, I would say the elephant, because if you push an elephant off, like, a six-foot drop, it breaks all its bones. Whereas, oh, God. Whereas, like, a, a mouse, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Because so the heavier the soul, the more brittle the bones. Because a heavier soul, you can't reach terminal velocity. It takes a greater height. So, like, if you kick an insect off, like, a barn roof... It, it, like, just skitters away. <laughs> but if you push an elephant off a two-story roof, it explodes. So the way the actual animal has nothing to do with it is the weight of their soul. Well, no, but it determines <laughs> just an empty terminal, terminal velocity. <laughs> giant dead soul. Look, I feel like you guys aren't taking me serious right now. <laughs> what false faster about a letter about a soul? <laughs> I... Is that what? I feel like I'm being mocked right now. I'm starting to talk with my hands and I normally don't. I think the problem is that elephants have too much soul and they're unstable. Yeah. It comes out through the trunk. I say they're just ready to exploit at any moment. The slightest like jitter or shake is just gonna That's what they don't push them over to the Okay. The soul exhaust of an elephant is like obviously a heavy soul. If they go off the diving board in a drained pool, they're gonna explode. Exactly, because too much soul. Whereas a mouse. You, you kick it off, and it's fine. <laughs> a human might have, like, an injured limb. Yeah, so, like, killed. along with, like the, like, the elephant soul thing, like, if you would do the same thing to, like, Aretha Franklin, too much soul, yeah. she would just explode. That woman 
had a lot of soul. Too much soul. She would explode. So if, if Aretha Franklin died and Jared died, who would weigh less? <laughs> oh, I, right. would, yeah. I would weigh yeah, way so less. Like for the sake of <laughs> no, wait, but we also talked about different things giving yeah. souls weight. Yeah. So this is our ex- yeah. this is oh, yeah. our actual but, experiment. So human <laughs> souls, we're going to, all right, every human reacts the same to being pushed off a diving board into an empty pool, yes. right? They're like, oh my God, no, and then they hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> By your logic, Jared, yes, that would mean that every human soul is exactly the same weight. Well, what's that REM song everybody hurts? <laughs> everybody hurts. Pushed them in the pool. Yeah, so Pushed them yeah. in the pool. Like, that as, bitch broke. As we were talk to, talking about it, like the experiment, like we have to have like this consistent thing. So we wanted to like take like two people. Of the exact same like body type and feature and weight, basically clones. We yeah, want to clone a human. Your doppelganger, if you will. Yeah. Yes, we want to clone Sarah. We gotta get well, yeah, Sarah and that other girl Several who can't remember. Sarah, Sarah and Truck Girl. Well, the way you came into it, Jared, was we're talking about like Sarah. people that like have gone through a lot to like make their soul like bigger and like yeah. more substantial, Heavier, so, like, if you will. Like, we're like, well, that's Jared. Jared's gone through enough stuff. So if we find somebody, <laughs> oh, we also talk about like you can't like heart like you can't like shoot them or anything because it has to like you can't right, damage the then body. The blood loss could contribute to yeah. the weight loss. So it needs. To, so we figured like, well, Jared is in constant threat of dying from carbon monoxide poisoning. So if we take Jared and somebody else who's been super superficial and vapid their whole life, put them in Jared's house until they asphyxiate. <laughs> Wait, was superficial and vapid? Like no, 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 the opposite. The of opposite you. of you. Opposite of you. Yes. Uh, we want okay. the anti. Yes, the anti. Jared and anti. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Jared is the one for the big soul because he's been through a lot. The and then you we have, need a control group. Yes. Same I got it. form, yes. different context. Yes, like yeah. a Jared that's just like has no like emotional capacity or just really like. Can't hold up a conversation because he's just a nothing. This is a to compliment say. to you, but. Yes. but also like a Jared who's like grown up with a silver spoon in his yes. mouth the whole yeah. time has never had like adversity presented yeah. to them. Never got walked into by a locker by his friend. The lightest soul there could be. Okay, hypothetically, yes. do we need like a normal, just like a baseline soul? Someone has had like a normal life. I think that's where we bring the squirrel and stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we a have a squirrel, and the elephant. an elephant, a Jared, and <laughs> an, an anti-Jared. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A squirrel in there. Yeah. Walk into a bar. Okay, and then take this further. Like, once Part they die and the soul is no longer there and you take that measurement, then you drop them into an empty pool and you see if they still explode. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if our theory is right and the soul is going to make the elephant explode, when it lands, instead of exploding, it should just, like, just kind of, like, like collapse like a balloon. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like Do we need another elephant, elephant, though, to see if, like, a live elephant explodes? We need a lot of elephants. Hard life and an elephant that's been pampered. Yes, like a zoo elephant versus like an African desert elephant. We need a lot of elephants. We need a lot of elephants to We're drop into a pool. At least with a that said, in grant money. any of our captives out there that like have access to a copious amount of elephants, let's say you're French and have several elephants. Let's if say like f- if you're like a French viewer and the only one of a podcast that's from America, and you happen to have a surplus of elephants for some reason. Whatever reason that is. How hard could it be to send one? Send or would it be easier to send send the podcast to the French if person? If you Hypothetically. always thought of yourself as Jared, and maybe you are, come over. Yeah. <laughs> come on the basement. Like, hey, I'm really really like, – I took this BuzzFeed quiz based off my choices. If, of- yeah. If you have 100% likeness with Jared in BuzzFeed quizzes so far – As in you're the least trash. Yeah. I think you're yes. an applicable <laughs> like, <laughs> like I took this quiz and it made me create my own crepe. And based off what crepe I created, it told me what basement dweller I was. And I got Jared. 
We should make we should make a quiz for the podcast. We should. Are you Jared? Are based you Jared? on which hamburger toppings you yeah. like? <laughs> oh boy! It has to be food based. <laughs> and like part of the question is like how much do you mush it with your palm until you eat it? <laughs> like how many times do you hit it into a wet bowl? Okay, but you... here's a question for you guys. All right. How do you eat a burger with my mouth? Oh, well, you no, got no, the no, no, grip. No. Wait, wait, wait. So, you have, you have, explain further, please. All right. So, you know how we have, like, bottom bun, all your stuff, and top bun? Yeah. I guess technically what I do is upside down. I pick it up like this. So. And eat as is, in, like, the top of the bun goes grab, into my bottom You jaw. grab the fingers down, thumbs grab up. Grab and rotate. And rotate so your thumbs are down. Yes. I've done that before. That's how I eat my burgers. So, I haven't flipped, but I know there's, like, a there's a... Hand method that I know people can see mm-hmm. because podcasts are a visual media. They are a visual media. So what you do, I'll explain it for those of you who might be blind and listening to our podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just so you know, everyone else can see us. <laughs> uh, you do. So you know how if you want to pick something up, you think thumb on the bottom, other stuff on top. No, you don't do that. Thumb and pinky on. Whoa. Bottom, three fingers on top. It keeps the bottom bun no kind of held. And then everything else. Really quickly, can we do a hand comparison between you and Josh? Let's not. I don't, Mine are I don't want to hurt the boy. Well, no, like, so my oh, question no, is... Oh, no, I know. So, like, my question is, is someone with smaller hands than yours... Mine. Big mark. Could he, could he do the pinky thumb on the bottom? Let's pretend my fist is a burger. No, try to grab the burger. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabbed his fist. No. Palm, palm his fist. You know, Josh has much stronger hands. Than I have compact hands. Dude, the gri- he's got a, You have like Alex Hogarth fingers. He's got some grip. I watched him do a one-handed pull-up with only his fingertips. You are a monster man. Thank you. <laughs> Is that a roast or a compliment? True. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. no, but, but what I mean is like literally that top bun... It's like upside down, as in the bottom, when I eat it, the bottom bun's up here, top bun's right here, as I... That is a technique I have not experienced I've done it. Like, that's how I eat my burger. I have to try that. Like, to me, it's weird eating it. I think it's it's all about how, like, you you probably, like, I'm just going to grab it and eat it. I guess. For you, all the toppings become bottomings. I guess, yeah. Like, those are your kind of... Like, it's the first thing my bottom teeth bite into. Wow, that's so... Really interesting. Interesting story about my family. I guess recently, my little... My youngest brother, I heard from my other younger brother that my little brother ate it from the top down. Like, he started at the top of the bun. (laughs) (laughs) Like, one ingredient at a time? Yes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm related to him. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I can do That's that. Like an alien trying to come to Wait, Earth. as in Ben does that? Yeah, or like, does that? I think, like, Ben, I'm pretty sure it's a joke. Like, okay. ate it, like, at the top of the bump from the whole way down. <laughs> okay. I, oh, my goodness. I respect that. For the <laughs> joke. I'm like, all right. Joke. I just, like, kind of, like, okay. No, but see, a... here's the question. Did he pick up the burger <laughs> in one hand and he just eat it, like, so... Like pick, a cow? Like a cow. <laughs> top bun. And then, he, like, he, like, licks off the toppings or whatever. And then he like gnaws at the burger, and then finally like just shoves the whole bottom. He's individual, mouth. like onion parts, and then <laughs> they call it deconstructed. Tries to find a way to get through that top layer of the burger. Like you have to like start the burger somehow. It's like a flat surface. That's a hard way to bite in. Like you have like a really weird underbite. I don't know, man. Uh, I'd have to watch him do it. I think. Yeah. So I guess the question, like, so uh, the way Jared eats his burger, like I don't find that weird at all. It's like, not to you guys. That weird. Not really. No. 
I bet I bet there's some people out there that would be up in arms. What are you doing? Do you do you cut it in half before you eat it? it Sometimes depends on how big it is. It yeah. depends on the burger. All right, yeah. it really does. So some like my theory is if a burger isn't messy, it isn't good. All right, I like that. Like, but like sometimes the height of the burger is too much to where you have to like eat yeah. it all at once. So you if it's it a half. really tall, yeah, I'll like, cut it in half. I remember there was one at the Cheesecake Factory that I got. It was called the... Uh, Tower Burger? Yeah, you fat fuck piece of shit. Don't you dare <laughs> eat this. Uh, Jared, don't buy this. I know you're gonna. Yes, Jared, no. <laughs> it was called the... Jared, Jared. no! Wait, wait, is it actually the Tower Burger? I was just joking. I'm pretty sure it was something like that. It oh, was, cool. It was like... Shouldn't have eaten this, but I mean, like, I <laughs> had to, I had to unhinge my jaw like a python, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it actually. I mean, it might not be called. It's probably not called the tower. I thought you might know the cheesecake factory. No, no, I was, right? I was just joking. Oh, it was something like that, though. It, it was like the ultimate burger, or I was it good. Oh, it was delicious, but I mean, it was like, obnoxious. It was obnoxiously tall, and I I should have cut it in half, but <laughs> I let pride get the best of me. <laughs> no, I've got this. I love how I'm talking like I'm a, like this was. I was probably in sixth or seventh grade. So I, <laughs> My I hubris overcame I didn't me. Know what, <laughs> I didn't know what pride was. Still haunts him. Yeah. So. I don't know. So I ate the burger upside down, most likely. Anywho, even cut in half. I don't. I don't know if I cut it in half. Oh yeah, I guess that doesn't really fit with the argument. Yeah. So if a burger's messy, I'll cut it in half. Yeah. That's how I should have answered that. Forget I even mentioned the Cheesecake but, Factory. I don't know. A messy. Uh, you can have a messy burger that isn't tall that you don't need to cut. I only cut tall burgers in half. Sure. I like all my burgers messy. I like to have all the like the stuff running down my hands. That's so how I know. It's I bet good. you're a guy who likes a fried egg on a burger, right? You're freaking right, I do. Hell yeah! And I, whenever they ask me what kind of egg I want on my bur- on my burger, I say dippy, dippy, over easy. And yeah, they say over easy. No, I say dippy, oh, not over side. easy, dippy. And they look at me weird, and I say dippy again. And then they leave and probably spit my burger. <laughs> but man, does it they taste bring you a hard boiled egg on a burger? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good. I've done that before. Yeah. yeah, a whole hard boiled egg. I slice it up. I bet that's so. Cool. All right. Speaking of shell and hard boiled egg, facetious Josh. pickled egg. <laughs> Josh, you and I have eaten whole yep. oranges. Whole oranges. Whole oranges. I think it's whole oranges. I think people stare in shock. <laughs> Insanity. The amount of like, like it's not like like oh that's like what is happening. Okay, so I had a friend who used to eat whole apples. Oh, I've done that before. I've done too. that because yeah. apparently, if you eat it from the bottom, you don't notice that you're biting into the core. Hmm. Well, how else are you supposed to get the chocolate in the middle? <laughs> it's a little chocolate. It's a little, it's a little arsenic pellets. It's, no, 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 that's chocolate. That's chocolate. Okay. Yeah, have you ever eaten them? Mm, no. Well, I'm afraid. Well, no, I have. Well, how do you know it's not chocolate? No, I'll, give chocolate. It a try. I'll try it tomorrow. Yeah. Right before the wedding. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eating a hard-boiled egg with the shell on. <laughs> I think that's our next step. <laughs> I don't like eggs, though. That'll... You don't. I'll have to take that You have one. to like, take the hit. Like, yeah. have, have you ever done like a whole banana, maybe? That's bad. Ooh. I think that's that's be challenging. Hard. That was bad because the peel is not good. No, no the peel is also hard so to get through. Bitter. Yeah, that's hard. It's not very appealing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I didn't say that in the mic is because I was ashamed. 
there's just going to be like silence on the track, and then all of us making throwing up noises. <laughs> what yeah. else would be like something really bad to eat whole that we don't eat whole? Like a yogurt, like cup? kebabs. <laughs> Shit, yeah, yeah, a sh- bottle of water, <laughs> <laughs> shish kebabs. Eating that pike. No, on the you're not on the on the kebab for like the, the actual spike. Yeah. <laughs> skewer for the a skewer, while. Yeah, the skewer. Nah. Is, that's where you want wooden skewers. You actually can kind of get something from it. A coconut. Yeah. An avocado. <laughs> you get to the pit. It's just a giant thing you can't break or chew. <laughs> Break your jaw. It's the biggest it. horse pill. <laughs> you on it. <laughs> you just gotta swallow that baby whole. Yeah. And that joke, like a jawbreaker, would be pretty bad to try to eat whole. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Just a solid orb. <laughs> <laughs> like matter. It's like Ed and Eddie. <laughs> Breaking your teeth on it. Oh, I wanted one of those so bad when I was a kid. Yeah. And that turns out they're Their so jaw disappointing. Breaking. Ed and Eddie jawbreakers look so much better than they real. Look they look great, but they so good. Jawbreakers are disappointing. Yeah, they take way too long. You put it in a plastic bag, it gets all weird. It like yeah. messes up your jaw because you spend so much time like eating it and licking it and stuff. That happened to me when I was a kid. We got one from like SeaWorld, and I spent the next it's three the days size, trying to eat it. It's the size of a dodgeball. Yeah, it's huge. When I was twenty-four, I had a ring pop, <laughs> and that ring pop destroyed my tongue for a week and a half after that. Just like the sugary, like sourness of it, like my taste buds were overwhelmed, and they just like had like a mass death, and like it peeled a little bit. The last time I had sour skittles, it ruined me. Yeah, for like a solid week. Yes, and I don't, I don't understand how I, I did get this it. stuff as a kid. I don't like, know. You just heal faster. I as guess a child. so. Like you're just like your body's like ready for the abuse, and like. You have, like, this threshold, and, like, as a kid, you destroy that threshold, and you, like, you get to, like, all right, I'm 21. Like, oh, I can't do anything anymore. <laughs> you can drink, but you also can't heal. Yeah. <laughs> I can drink alcohol, That's but I can... trade off. <laughs> my eyes hurt, and my joints hurt. I played soccer once without, like, my knee brace, and now my knee hurts forever. I get cut, and then it's just there forever. <laughs> <laughs> I bumped the table, and I've had a bruise for three months. <laughs> Pump the table and now I can't. I got a cut on my foot in the amputate. Oh, that's not easy. <laughs> I got a cut on my foot and then I ate too much sugar for a long period of time. <laughs> I ate sugar my whole life, then I cut my hand. They said I had diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to be more careful around rusty nails. <laughs> I spent all my life near a defective microwave. Then I had a chicken egg at once. And <laughs> my mother never hugged me as a kid. Now I collect salsa lids. <laughs> my favorite hoarders. Yep. <laughs> I made my kitty's mother process meat and then he got a vaccine and got autism. I didn't, I didn't work out enough so now I gotta eat this mattress. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, sorry about that. I didn't mean to make fun of your strange addiction. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I was going to ask what the most unhealthy thing we've ever eaten was, but a mattress, probably. Oh. <laughs> we've eaten. <laughs> I mean, I personally never eat a mattress. It's probably at the top. Probably just spam. I was going to say. Off-brand. I've had off-brand spam. What's that called? It was called Prem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember Prem. Yeah, Prem. you were there for that. I was there Prem. for Prem. Because we were like, wait, what is Prem? You're like, it's like spam. There's an off-brand generic. There's spam? a generic brand spam. Like, did you like, did I pay you to eat it? No, it was just like in my cupboard the one day. I'm like, all right. Prem, it's meat. 
<laughs> Question mark. Location. It's meat. <laughs> Looks like meat. Looks like meat. Prem. I it's, think it's pro- cake. <laughs> probably the most unhealthy thing I've eaten hasn't been like, like grossly like unhealthy or whatever as like calories or like that's. It's been like questionable, as in like this has been in the fridge a really long time, <laughs> or like I don't know where this came from or. What has touched this, but I want to eat it anyway. I don't care. I just dropped out a whole sandwich on the ground, and it opened up, and it lay face down both sides. The guy walked by, sneezed on it. I'm going to eat it anyway because I'm really hungry. Get it. Yeah, those kind of things. I, this is So this has happened to me twice in my life, and I, do, I don't know if it's me or if it's like an objectively true thing, but twice in my life I've had like no food in my apartment. So for dinner, I've had ramen noodles and then peanut butter. <laughs> In quick succession, and both times I've thrown up, like, ten minutes later. <laughs> I think we need to do an experiment. I, tonight. I think it needs to be a new internet challenge. It's like the mental ramen noodle pepper, pepper peanut butter Just challenge. Ramen noodles right, and yeah. peanut butter. I don't know why, but, like, both times I've eaten it, and then immediately, hmm. as soon as I finished eating it, I was like, I'm sick. Jared, like, do you have ramen noodles? <laughs> I don't. Nah. Uh, Josh, do you? Tomorrow morning. Somewhere. <laughs> we'll, we'll, for, we'll make it happen I think, yeah, if you're listening, give it a try. Ramen noodles and peanut butter. Get ready to... So, like, normal, like, just normally cooked. Straight up, like, nothing weird about it. I just ate ramen noodles. Like, you boiled them? Yeah, I boiled it. I put okay. the broth in, whatever. I ate it, and then I was like, I'm still kind of hungry. I'm going to have a few spoonfuls of peanut butter, as you do, Josh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, 15 minutes later, I was like, I'm going to die unless hmm. I throw up right now. Hmm. I don't know if it's a thing. I'm not sure what that I is. I want to do this tonight. I was going to say the other most... Unhealthy thing I ate was something that just gave me food poisoning. <laughs> Maybe it's the same thing. Yeah. Similar thing on my end. There was a time where we had like a bunch of pepperonis in my refrigerator. That was and like I gave them the small test and they did not pass the small test. But I wasn't. <laughs> you know, it was just one of those situations. Like I was in college, there wasn't much food left, and like this is what I had. We kind of challenged ourselves with that bag of pepperonis too. Mm-hmm. And we should have just froze them. Yeah, <laughs> we put them in the fridge. Like we're just gonna eat all these. We'll get through them. And it was they a big bag. It was a bit. It was like they were, you, you went to Sam's Club and bought ooh. like the biggest one. <laughs> they didn't smell good. They didn't smell good, Luke. And no, uh, it didn't. One time, I bought a tea from Wise Markets. Oh, sorry to call them out. You can bleep that, Jared, if you want. No, we're good. I bought a tea from Giant Food Conglomerate, who couldn't <laughs> give a shit. And I drank from it. I like cracked it and I drank from it. I was like, this tastes a little weird. I wonder what's up with that. And then I looked in it, and, like, you know how in kombucha you have, like, a big mold thing that grows in the kombucha? There was one of those just in the tea. Ew. And, it, and then I threw up on the side of the road, and I threw the tea, like, across the road because I was like, <laughs> <"What's laughs> I was like, be gone. <laughs> Back from whence you came. By you, Jared. Hey. I'm trying to think. I've never really gotten food poisoning congratulations thank you yeah, it's it's, all, it's at awful. least like that's where you throw up a bunch afterwards yeah right? yeah Diarrhea, for like usually. 24 hours yeah. okay yeah i, I don't There's think like i've nothing. ever had like, that no other symptoms other than that it just happens and then yep yeah, um it just hits you so burger king has like these stackers and they're really good it's yeah, like a bacon are. secret sauce and cheese um, they used to have like quad stackers. I once uh, ate two of those in a sitting, and maybe a chicken sandwich with it or something. That a boy. You know what? I'm proud of you. I I'm really <laughs> disappointed with how much. F- I don't have fast food often, 
But when I go, I'll go on a dollar menu and get like six or seven sandwiches and just plow them all down. <laughs> like that's the Sterling move too. He used to get five beefy bean burritos from Taco yeah. Bell. Oh, I've done the same at Taco all. Bell as well. He'd finish them in the car before he got back to work. <laughs> and one time, the most disgusting. I thought I was eating cheesy potatoes. Took a massive bite of mango chutney, and I oh, lost that's my when shit. You're, crazy. When you yeah. eat something, you think you're eating, and then like it's not what you expected. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what. Perfect example. When you eat, you think you're getting a dill pickle, but then you get a bread and bread butter. Bread and butter. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't think I've ever had a bread and butter pickle where I haven't, like, thought I'm eating a dill picker, pickle first. Same here. So, like, I don't know if I like them, actually, because I think, like, oh, that's gross. I wanted a dill pickle flavor, but I got bread and butter instead, and I huck it across. Oh, it's so disappointing, yeah. It's a real letdown. One time, when I was a kid, I, I got, this is a really stupid thing. I got a pancake, and the pancake came with a big, like, uh, like a tin, uh, what are they called? Like a ramekin filled with a big scoop of butter from a container. And my stupid kid brain went, ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> so I took a big spoonful of this oh, no. butter and I put it into my mouth and my dad was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so that was, that was unfortunate. I had a friend of ours not good. named Darren. Darren and I were at his wedding and they had like these really fancy butter things that were shaped like flowers. <laughs> and like independent of each other, like, hmm. White chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, this is the first time I've ever felt bad. Did any of us actually try it? No, I think Tyler did the same thing too. Like that was white chocolate, interesting. And like, remember I went to touch it and it pressed and like, oh, <laughs> twenty four. Also, same year, <laughs> same year as the ring pop. Yeah, white yeah. chocolate butter. I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting really hungry. Uh, yeah, talking about all this. This podcast always descended to food. I do. We didn't have a BuzzFeed quiz this week. Good for us. First time in a, in a oh, while. In a while. In a hot minute. Oh, I recently listened to one. If this makes it. If, if it makes it, I yeah. think it will at this, this point. This isn't getting released. It's all right. I'm pretty sure. See you on episode 74, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Three years down the road. Josh uh, is dead. As long as all the audio stuff's good. This comes out. Mike's getting married again? <laughs> First one didn't... Oh, <laughs> well, the nice thing is about Tyler's next wedding, I get to be the best man. Yeah. <laughs> Sherry gets to do his Josh speech and I five minutes in advance. We talked about we were uh, playing D&D. It was my two things that I want to do. Well, no, there were three. Um, if we do... A, okay. One was I get to be the best man at the next wedding. Two... Tyler gets my ashes if I can't make it to the return reunion trip. And it's going to be like one of those... Wait, uh, it's a two-parter. Get ready for this. So it's going to be one of those... They had a funeral service for me. And be like, wait, I thought we buried him. As like, there's going to be a note. And it just has me like this. It's like, ah! <laughs> and then there's gotcha. going to be a bunch of ashes. And it's like, yeah, man, you're in charge of this. I mean, you can do whatever you want with it. Part three of that, <laughs> I'm planning, I'm debating either, see, Memorial Day is two on the nose, so I'm thinking Labor Day weekend. I want to have my funeral, I want to fuck up someone's three-day weekend, <laughs> like, hey, enjoy that Monday off funeral! <laughs> so I'm planning my ceremony. So, like, today. a day people already have off. Not only yeah. can you not wear white pants anymore, but Jared's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sad day on the podcast. And if I miss that cutoff, 
you have to put me on ice until the next year around. You have to do it every year. Put that in your will. Put that in your will. Every year you must celebrate my death. Yeah. <laughs> what happens if you violate someone's will like that? Nothing. No legally binding <coughs> anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I doubt. Zero weight behind it. You feel good or bad about yourself, depending on how good you did with it. But. So, let's say as part of your will, you wanted a Westing game-style treasure hunt. Do they have to do it? No! <laughs> but what about, like, other parts of the will? Like, money, finance? Oh, like yeah, all... You don't get the money in All the that stuff is legally binding, but, like, as far as, like, disposition of the body, like, I want to be cremated, okay. there is no obligation by the person okay. who cremated Okay, yeah. No, about, I figured that What about what Logan was just, just, just gonna say? What was I getting? You about, like, if they say. don't do this, they Oh, don't. yeah, yeah, What if you're... It's like, you don't get the money unless... I am not sure Can on that. conditionals? So. I don't... <laughs> no, that's more of the legally. It's not so much on the funeral director's end. But an interesting thing... Like it's probably, like, a non-enforceable, so, but they do it anyway. An interesting cause... thing about dead bodies... <laughs> besides no the, soul. Besides the fact they smell bad. Slightly And sometimes they gurgle. <laughs> they... In the eyes of the law, they are pseudo-property. Once you die, you're not a person anymore. You are a pseudo-piece of property in possession of the next of kin. Huh. All right. Interesting. So to do with that whatever you want with so... I don't know so. if I'd have room for that in my apartment right now. Well, <laughs> Luke is getting taxidermied. <laughs> Listen. Our Sent to his room. Our agreement. From teaching. Our agreement. That would be awesome. Anyway. No, our it agree- will be unsettling. You will not look... And, Taxidermying a person versus I a dog is not the same thing. We'll have to worry about it. Me neither, because I'm dumping you wherever. Anyway, <laughs> our agreement was you just take care of my body. The rest of it is up to you. Okay, interpretation. That's like a very genie type wish, though. <laughs> take care of. That's Josh would dump you wherever. That's the promise he made me. That's the promise he made me. Your feet. All right, so I'm what? All right, so super twisted. But what if I took your body? Did all the legal stuff, make sure you were legally dead, and then made the biggest murder mystery ever, where I then took your body and had, like, the, like, the weirdest, like, spread out, like, an arm shows up somewhere, and, like, no one's, like, and, like, the DNA is pro, so you can't tell, like, who is this person that died, and who is this murderer, and then have, like, another one show up somewhere different, but, like, the nails are painted, it looks like a, think of it. So, Josh, here's my question. Will you enjoy this? No. <laughs> I have another quick follow-up. You just use the term legally dead. Is there such a thing as illegally dead? Um, if, I guess if, like, you're behind on taxes. <laughs> you're not on the diet. Oh, you no, would. you're not dead yet. <laughs> you're not oh. dead yet. Bring him back. Don't you go dying so on So as me. long as I don't pay this parking ticket I got yesterday, I'm, I can live forever. Key to immortality. If you can call owing the government living. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Oh boy, boy! On that note, <laughs> all right. So we're approaching you either die or live forever as a government slave. Yes, very, very. I'm glad you're married, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Mike. congratulations, Mike. Yeah, congrats, dude. Yeah, I wish congrats. you were here, but you're on your jet ski. Say so we'll probably do another episode within the next twelve hours, but <laughs> whoa, whole new list of topics. We we'll be drinking coffee instead of beer. Yep, it's gonna be very mature. Yes. Yeah. A lot less funny. Not funny at all. I don't plan on laughing. I time. don't laugh at all. I got all the funny stuff. It's okay. Uh, I got whiskey we can put in our coffee tomorrow. I laugh a lot. I might have to laugh. <laughs> all right. So thank you all for listening uh-huh. to this episode of Table in a Basement. Um, like and subscribe and give us ratings and all that good stuff because that's what the world is. 
It really does help us out. Yeah. So I'm jo- all joking. Is how about, joking how about the boys? How about the boys? Help them out. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Hey, not a problem, man. Thanks for having me too. Yeah. See you again in another like three or four months or whatever. I feel like as unofficially your first fan, it's it's nice. To, it comes full circle. Yeah, full circle. And it's I can a be a fan of it's myself. A, it's a beautiful thing. It is. This table. So, like, it, happened, is, it happened with Ty. It happened with Nikki. And now it's happening to Logan. Life so. has many beautiful blessings. Yeah. yeah, look at that. So, thanks again for listening. Have a good whatever it is you were doing. I ended on a positive note. It's <laughs> all funny. Death is inevitable. <laughs> and that will be the title. There we go. Death is inevitable. <laughs>